Zach played bass. So we started a band. Hey, this is uh, Giles and Dion. Hey. Huh? Right, first things first, what are we called? Uh, murder boner? Toothed vagina. Oh, maggot spoon. Cannibal unicorn. How about like 13 S's, you know, like... Got it, got it. Death gas. All spelt in capitals. Lower cases for pussies. Death What's up, everybody, and welcome to the HorrorCast. This is episode number four. We're recording this on February 15th, 2016. The HorrorCast is a bi-weekly horror movie review and all things horror podcast, where each episode we review one older movie with spoilers, one newer horror movie without spoilers. We also provide some new release updates, whether it be theaters, DVD, Blu-ray, Maybe some convention news, hot topics, really anything horror related uh, or anything that our bloody hands have picked up in the, recently. I am your host, Walshy, podcasting from my padded room in the dark corners of good old Scranton, Pennsylvania. This episode, we will be reviewing the classic Demons and I think maybe a modern horror comedy classic, Deathgasm. As always, joining me this evening are my horror buddies. Hailing in from Southern Maryland is the man, my right-hand man, the man behind all the boards here, technical dude, Mark Nato. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, Walshy? Nothing, man. Hey, man, I'm excited about tonight, man. These are these are some uh, some crazy. That, that's the that's the key word. These are some crazy movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. Whether you think they're scary or not, whether you think they're good or not, you cannot deny that they are just just out there. Yes. So, crazy. Yes. Lots of gore, lots of uh, good stuff to talk about. So looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely. And I think you have a little announcement to make. I do. I've got a, a, a guest that I want to introduce. Uh, he's a friend of mine. We work together at the, uh, the box, the red box. This is and, uh, box. Yes. And uh, this is my buddy, creepy Keith. Uh, and he is a guy that, He's a great friend of mine. I've kind of been introducing him a little bit to horror here and there. So he's going to have a little bit of a different uh, take on things because, you know, Walshy, you and I, even horror gal, we're, we're horror nerds, you know, so we, we love pretty much everything horror. So he's going to give us a little bit of a fresh perspective. So uh, welcome in creepy Keith. Well, hello, everybody. This is probably the perfect episode to be invited on um, because of Deathgasm. That was right up my alley. And Demons, it was one that is very easy to pick on. So you guys will probably be uh, giving me a lot of feedback. Boo, boo. <laughs> and it's probably a good thing that uh, horror gal Susan's not on here. Uh, I think she would just 
she would beat me up pretty good. Yeah, she well, she's she said that she was uh, going to get your address because of the comment you made, you made <laughs> yes, about yes. Prince of Darkness. So, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Well, speaking of a horror gal, mm-hmm. uh, she is en route to be home, right? I mean, I think she had to pick somebody up from LAX. You guys, if you're in California, you know, anytime you go to LAX, trying to get home is a nightmare. So hopefully she'll pop on at some point, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Mark, let's go into some uh, comments. All right. Well, this is episode four, and uh, we really worked hard on the first three episodes to try to get them all out at the same time. We've got a lot of good response from uh, some of our great listeners, and I just wanted to read off some comments, some reviews that we've gotten, and some shout-outs. I want to shout-out to Vincent David. Uh, This guy is this guy is somebody that we need to have one too. He has uh, uh, got a horror review blog. It's called the revenant review.wordpress.com. He does some great in-depth horror reviews on there. And hopefully we'll get to have uh, Dave uh, Vincent on soon. He, and he writes, Hey guys, I just listened to episode one and I enjoyed the conversation. I'm glad you addressed the killer flicks podcast. It's a shame how that ended, but I'm pleased to see that you three have come back together to create something else. I always felt that your discussions were thoughtful and good-natured, and I look forward to checking out your next episodes and hearing more of that. Also, great top ten list. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much, Vincent. And uh, Marie-Eve Dion says, Very interesting podcast. I had to make a list of movies I want to watch or rewatch. You know what? That is why I do it. Absolutely, man. You know, somebody who's going to be sitting there with a, a pen. Oh, they just said, what was that? What was that? I've got to see that. I've got to write that down. That's what I do with podcasts. I'm listening to podcasts because I want to hear about movies that I've never seen before or remind me of movies that I hadn't thought about for years. So thank that's, you. That's why I started listening to the podcast because it, was, it wasn't it was up my alley. But, you know, I saw how you guys watch the movies. You guys it's your world, and you, you look at it with different eyes than what some people like myself would look at it. So I said, you know, they're seeing something this that I'm not seeing. So, again, this is something since I've been listening to the podcast, I've been watching more horror movies. Sweet. Exactly why we do it, and uh, that's why I'm glad to have you on and um, your perspectives. All right. Uh, Ryan Martinez says, uh, I've been away from the podcast scene for a while due to work, but I finally got to listen to episode one, and it's so great to hear all of your voices. Even though we've never met, it felt like I was reunited with old friends. Thanks for all the hard work in getting the horror cast up and running. Thanks a lot, Ryan. It means a lot. Derek Johns, uh, I know he was a Killer Flicks listener. Uh, great first show. Really looking forward to episode two. Sorry to hear about the way things went down for you guys and gal. But you guys were great and will still be great. I love your show format, so please don't change. I also agree on the greatest horror movie of all time, Halloween 1978. Yeah. Yes. A top 10 would be hard to figure out, but Fright Night is in there and Friday the 13th Part 2 and 4, as well as Halloween 2 from 81. After that, it gets blurry. That it does, Derek. That it does. Thanks for doing this. Uh, we also have Andy Usury finished uh, episode one. Great episode. I'm happy you guys are putting out episodes again. Looking forward to episode two. And then he says episode two. Great review of Scarecrows. Love me some obscure 80s horror. <clears throat> and he said check out Husk from 2011 for a modern spin on it. And Husk is a great movie. I like that movie. 
Yes, very fun movie. Yes, so thanks, Andy. Uh, I got a, a, a Twitter response. At uh, Halloween Mom 31 says, Hey guys, I am very much enjoying the podcast. Keep it up. Thank you so, so much for that. And then a uh, couple of other reviews, and we're not going to say, you know, I'm just going to go right through this. Frederick Michael Voorhees. Uh, the horror cast sticks to its motto in that it's all killer, no filler. The three hosts seamlessly discuss horror movies, news, releases, and we are not subjected to meaningless conversation about anything else. Amen. For your time, this horror movie packs, this horror movie cast packs a punch. Um, Osiris 426. This used to be known as killer flicks, but has been resurrected as the horror cast. It's the same great quality discussions I've grown to expect from horror gal, Susan, Mark Nato and Walshy. They not only talk about the newer popular movies, but also review and shed light on the older gems that the newer generation might not know about. After a short break, the gang is back with a bang. Awesome. Just a couple more. Sunshine 912, which is a great, great name for a horror fan. Sunshine 912. I just recently listened to your episodes and I'm very impressed. Anyone, everyone really knows what they're talking about. I really like how you all keep it strictly horror. Amen. Can I get an amen? I amen, must say, caught, amen. I must say it caught my attention and I'll be listening to future episodes. Keep up the good work. Uh, the Revenant Review, three, refu- three refugees from the unfortunately defunct Killer Flicks podcast have regrouped and we're better for it. Walshy, Mark Nato, and Hargal Susan carry their good-natured, intelligent musings on horror cinema to this new stomping ground, creating strong opening episodes. I look forward to hearing what they'll come up with in the future. And then uh, Christina Cakers. I think that's how you say it. If it's not, I'm sorry. Great podcast for horror enthusiasts. Updates on new horror movies and great reviews on the past. And the last one is Tia Lynn 13. I really love this podcast. I'm a big fan of horror movies. So I am really uh, like listening to the host descriptions and opinions. And I'm so happy they focus on strictly horror movies from old to new. I've already began a list of movies. There you go. I need to just uh, I need to see just from listening to the first two episodes all these lists of movies. I love that they're a bit longer than other podcasts. It makes my cubicle life at work much more enjoyable. Keep up the great work. Looking forward to future shows. So, you know, this is just the first wow three weeks that we've we've had things out. So we wow. are, we're uh, we're definitely uh being listened to in some cubicles and some some cars and some headphones and we're and we're excited that people are listening and, and enjoying it all of our reviews on itunes so far are five star and uh we just appreciate it i want to give you listeners a shout out and uh hopefully we can continue to give you some great content and some uh some more movies to check out and remember all i gotta say is <clears throat> Almost, I'm almost speechless. That's that's phenomenal. Like that, uh, I, my jaws dropped hearing stuff like that. Um, all I can say is thank you from the bottom of my heart to every single person who has something to say to us and is giving us the time of day to listen to us. Uh, it, it does really mean a lot, and I, when I say that, I really, really mean it. So once again, just thank you from the bottom of of our hearts. Uh, that this is why we do it. Um, I do want to go back to uh, Vincent David. A week ago, I was feeling a little giving, and I put up a, on the Facebook, I put up a little contest just out of nowhere. You know, I wanted to know, 
hey, I have a vampire circus unopened. I accidentally bought two of them uh, from Synapse Releasing. And if you guys know Synapse, they do probably the best transfers in the industry. Good stuff. Um, yeah, it's it, it doesn't get any better, really, than uh, Synapse. They put so much love and care. And Vampire Circus was in the later run of the... You know, the classic Hammer Horror series. And it didn't get the love it deserves. And when Synapse announced this, I have always been a fan of this. It's always been one of, if not my favorite, Hammer Horror films. So believe it or not, Vincent David, of course, commented. And that was it. So he won, man. And Vincent, you got to send us your details. Uh, send them to the, either a message in Facebook, man. I'm sending it out to you. No cost at all. And listeners, keep your eyes out because I'm going to be doing this quite a bit. I'll be giving away some cool Blu-rays or, or horror-related themes, themed uh, things. So you know, just just stay in touch, keep your eyes peeled, uh, either on this or on. And next time, I'll put it on Twitter. Also, I'm sorry, I'm not the the Twitter master I would like to be. But uh, Vincent David, shout out to you and congratulations, man. Hey, I got something too. Um, on the Facebook when we first launched, I did say that uh, the three episodes were up, and the first person to leave us a good review on iTunes will win a good horror grab bag. I got some DVDs and some stickers and some things they're going to be sending out. So Osiris four two six was the first one that I saw. So Osiris two four four two six. If you are out there, if you're still listening, I hope you are. Uh, just drop us a line. You can drop us a line on uh, a Twitter at uh, the HCast, or you can just email us at asktheharrorcast at gmail.com. Give us your information, and I'll send that out to you free of charge. Awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, I'm going to do you. that. I'm going to do that too, man. Um, just every once in a while, I'm going to pick a random person that gave us a great review on um, on iTunes, and then... I'm just going to send them, you know, because I do that all the time, man. I buy movies and and uh, I have another copy at home and I get home and I'm like, crap. And, <laughs> and it's just easier to give them to somebody, pass on the love, than, than take them back. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, that was amazing, those comments section. Um, I'm, all, I'm all warm and fuzzy now because of that. So, yeah. all right. What do you say? You got any horror news, Mark Nato? I do. I do. I got some horror news. Uh, just three major things. You know, I've been getting into some, this might sound a little weird, uh, into some Turkish horror. Uh, how about you, Creepy Keith? You into some Turkey, Turkey, <laughs> Turkey, some Turkish horror? Are you probably like, you're, I've never heard finally, of this. You're finally just getting on the train. I've been watching Turkish horror for like <laughs> 10 years now. Uh, he's an old Turkish horror fan from way back. There's the one, the, uh, the bloody Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> not, oh, not Turkey. Yeah, Turkish. not Turkey. Yeah, it's oh, okay. Turkish. Okay. But, um, <laughs> but if you go on uh, YouTube, there's a lot of Turkish horror on there. The, the, the problem is, uh, that they're not subtitled, so you can't understand anything that's happening. So I've ordered actually some off of Amazon, <clears throat> but they're really good production quality values. Uh, and one big Turkish horror movie that is about to drop is Baskin. Has anybody heard about this? I have not. Well, have the news the news is that it gets a VOD release date for March 25th. This is a um, a Turkish horror movie that is basically i think it's about almost like a descent into hell it is is getting a lot of buzz around the horror circles so if you have not got that in your sights 
Put that on the calendar. Baskin, B-A-S-K-I-N, March 25th should be available on VOD. Um, another thing is Rachel Nichols, who is an actress who's been in tons of stuff. You might know her if you're a horror fan from the 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 Christmas movie P2. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, she's a girl from P2. Uh, she has signed on to star in the American remake of Inside. If you have not seen Inside, I know Jay of the Dead loves this movie over at Horror Movie Podcast. This is a French movie that is about a, a pregnant lady who is being basically terrorized by this lady who wants to break in and steal her unborn child. It is, it's intense. It is bloody and gory and hard to watch. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the same kind of vein as like martyrs frontiers. Those, those sorts of French um, movies. And part of me is like, okay. And part of me is like, is this needed? Do we need, a remake of Inside. I don't know, because the way I feel about it is this might go the same route as the Martyrs remake. And while the yeah. Martyrs remake is is a decent movie, it's a good movie, because it's in American theaters, we've kind of toned everything down. Absolutely. And, and I'm not sure how great uh, a toned down version of Inside will be. So I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunate. Yeah. And then two more things. Uh, we've heard about this for a couple years now, but Jeepers Creepers 3 actually released some poster art yep. and are set to begin filming in Vancouver sometime early this year. I'm not real sure how to feel about this because I really like the Jeepers Creepers movies, especially the first one. Um, oh, me as well. Yeah, but I'm not sure how I feel about Victor Salva. Uh, this is a guy that, yeah, he's no good. Yeah, he's kind of a scumbag. Uh, he was he was director of a movie called uh, Clown House back Clown in the 80s and went to jail for uh, molesting one of the, the main star of that movie. Yep. And and I know he's paid his dues and or whatever, but I don't even know if that is possible. But Yeah, I, it's, it's so hard because, um, it, you know, I really do enjoy – I, and b- before I even knew what happened with Clown House, I was watching Jeepers Creepers, and I kept it on a pedestal. And that's just—I I don't care who you are. If you have a heart in your body, that's going to bother you if you're going to try and support this man after what he's done. So yeah. it, it's a really uh, thin line, and it, it's kind of hard to—I don't know—I don't even know how to explain it. But you—you you, you should know what I'm saying. It, it's hard. It's just hard to do something, give this guy money after knowing what he's done. Yeah. So, not sure how how that'll, you know. Yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah. We'll have to see. And the last thing is, I know we have heard several weeks ago that Universal was casting Tom Cruise in their new Mummy movie. Uh, Now they've announced that Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, not depth, because he has no depth. No, I'm just kidding. Hey. uh, Hey. The man was sucked into the bed and killed in the first Nightmare on Elm Street. That's got to... He's got some horror cred there, right? Oh, yeah. But he was cast as the, the Invisible Man for the Don't new Universal. Windows. Secret Windows. Secret Windows. Stephen King story. Yeah, that's right. Um, Invisible Man for the new Universal remake. Um, you know, I, I don't know how to feel about that because I, I feel like all these Universal remakes are going to be not Super. the direction that I want them to go. I think they're going to be action-y. Uh, yep. 
type they're doing, things. They're, yeah. they're doing the the Marvel superhero route. They're trying to do the uh, shared universe and bring them all together and do their um, my bunny ears are up here Avengers style movie just with the monsters and that bums me out man I mean you really all you have to do we have the perfect scripts for all these classics uh, don't you agree oh I mean what I wouldn't give to to get a really good up. faithful remake of some of these yes old universal monster movies and yep. I'm I'm okay. I mean, did you see Dracula Untold? Yes, I did. I mean, that was an okay movie, but it, it was it was actiony type horror. It wasn't it wasn't right. even horror. I mean, it kind of reminded me of um, you know yep. the old Brandon Brendan Fraser movie, uh, you know the mummy. mummy movies or whatever. And while that might be fun to to watch, you know, a popcorn movie or whatever, they're not gonna. I'm looking for something that's gonna last. Yeah, some you know, substance. Yep. Yeah. So, but that's uh, that's really all the horror news I got. I don't want to, you know, go oh, too good far stuff. into it. But that's it. Good stuff. I just want to add in here. Uh, any video game players out there? I know a lot of horror fans do play some video games. Uh, I'm one of them. I rarely play, but. Uh, the Kickstarter ended a little while ago, the Friday the 13th, the game. I know a lot of people know about it, but you have to realize that Sean Cunningham is in on this. Kane Hodder is doing the mocap for it, the motion capture suit. Um, <laughs> Harry Manfredini's doing the music. Oh, it's going to be good. <laughs> I mean, oh, but listen, they. I want you guys to know they do have – It's a. it's kind of like once a Kickstarter, even if you'd fail or make it, which – which don't get me wrong, this game made its goal by a ton of money. They even have more advances, and you could go. It's the slasher backer, and they have some amazing, amazing things you could grab if you back it right now. And I, you know, I pre-ordered the one that comes with the steel case of the game. It comes with a couple skins of Jason, meaning it could be either part three Jason, part five, part six, part seven, you know, stuff like that. And actually, right now, even if you don't get the game, and we all know how good Harry Manfredini is on that, uh, you know, those keyboards and that, how good he is at his sound, he's releasing a completely original audio CD soundtrack, and it's only $15. You don't even have to get the game. I just want you guys to know it is available right now on the Slasher Backer for the Friday the 13th game. I think that's going to be, I mean, I ordered it myself, obviously, with the game. But if, even if you don't want the game, guys, there's a gr- brand new f- classic Friday the 13th music coming to us in 2016. I think that's pretty cool. So I just wanted to mention that. Sweet. Yeah, right? I can't wait to get that game. I like playing Mortal Kombat X with uh, Jason. Jason, uh, hell you know. yeah. Yes, yeah, is that, yes. Is that going to be like Connect c- compatible with that, do you know? I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm assuming that they're doing it for the new platforms, right? I mean, yeah, PS4, yeah, Xbox PS4. One. Yep. Does Xbox One have a Connect? Connect. Yeah, it does. It, it does. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I that don't would know. be that would be interesting. Just him chasing you and you, you know, moving around with the Connect system. Yeah. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. And, uh-huh. and the cool thing is that you can play either as Jason or you can play as the counselors, the yeah. survivors. So yeah. it's just really interesting, and it's amazing that. We can't get a movie made, but they could get a game made with all the originals, you know? Exactly. Okay, guys. Okay, what do you say we get into our what's in your mailbox? Or basically, what have you watched? (laughs) 
Mark Nato, what do you got? Well, I have got lots of stuff. I actually did cool. purchase some things this week. Uh, I purchased the DVD of Freaks of Nature, which is nice. a movie that I still have not yet watched, but it is formerly The Kitchen Sink. Uh, I actually did watch the first 15 minutes of it, and let me tell you, it's a little weird. It, it, it's, a, it's a universe where zombies already exist and they're kind of in the the fabric of society with everybody else it's really weird i'm not sure and, and there were vampires that are already existing and and so it, it's definitely it's definitely different so i'm looking to um, looking forward to watching that but uh grabbed crimson peak blu-ray um the martyrs remake dvd even though it's not you know the best in the world I got to get it. And then I went into my local FYE and Walsh, I wanted to ask you about this. This was a, another eighties slasher movie that I had never heard of. And I don't know, I have it in front of me, but I'm not sure if it was a screen. I think it was a screencast. Maybe it wasn't, but, uh, I bought blood rage. Oh, arrows release of blood rage. Is it arrow? Yeah. I, yes. I remember picking it up and I picked it up. It was, it might have been twenty four ninety nine, which I thought oh, wow. was a great price for for a Blu ray. But this movie, yes, it's strange, uh, and it's not like the best movie. But man, it's got some incredible kills in it. Yeah, it's it got some crazy gore, yep. and it's it's about these you know twin boys. One of them is a killer, and and he, he kind of frames the other twin. For, I mean it. It's crazy, and it's kind of like a Thanksgiving uh, time movie too. So, uh, have you ever seen it? Oh, I I bought I pre ordered that, and not only do I love the movie, it's exactly what you want it to be for an eighty slasher. Um, the thing is, Arrow. <laughs> I wish you know I, we're always praising Scream Factory for all their special features. Blood Rage, which most people have never heard about. This thing has, I can't even tell you how many extras. I mean, it's unbelievable. And the way they trans did the transfer and the cuts of this movie, I'm a personal fan of it. I had it uh, on a, one of those bootleg VHSs back in the day. Mm -hmm. And it was a really bad cut. It was terrible to see. But I pre-ordered it. I finally, I got that. I think it was about uh, two weeks ago I, I picked it up. And... I love that release. Uh, I'm telling you guys, if you're a fan of 80 slashers, pick up Blood Rage. You won't regret it, especially for the features. Yeah, well, they said that there's a there's a regular cut that was at the theaters. There was another cut that was like for TV, yeah, or something with a bunch yep. of like different scenes, and then there's another like an ultimate cut yep. that has everything seamlessly put in together. So um, I haven't watched that one. That's the one that I, I want to watch. Yes, but, um, absolutely watch that one. But uh, yeah, definitely. I, I just get giddy when, when I, I get a an 80s slasher that I've never heard of. So Oh, I'm excited for you to watch it. Yeah. Anything else? Um, that's what I've got, what I've been watching. Hmm. I really haven't had a chance to watch a whole lot except for uh, Demons and rewatch Deathgasm. Uh, I did watch uh, a movie called Southbound, which I enjoyed. Uh, that that's on uh, 
video on demand right now. I want to check that out. Yeah, it's good, man. It's, it's kind of an anthology type thing, but uh, I think you'll enjoy that. And um, I'm about halfway through a, a movie called Nina Forever, okay. which is really strange. <laughs> it's really strange. <laughs> I like it. It's very. It's a very art house movie. Um, it's about a guy who his girlfriend dies at the beginning, and he tries to move on uh, on down the road. And he has another girlfriend, and every time they're together intimately, his dead girlfriend shows up. It's weird, but Whoa. it's definitely different. And then uh, I did get a chance to check out again. Call me a glutton for punishment. I checked out the. Uh, Cabin Fever remake and hold up a second be able to clear my throat checked out the Cabin Fever remake and uh, why (laughs) why I just don't know but uh, it's not really to me it's not worth even I know you know but I did I paid money for it anyway so I'm a a sucker you're a true horror fan you support it no matter what one is born every minute and uh I'm a sucker. So. But <laughs> and then call me one, right? That's right. And then, uh, again, I watched the uh, the premiere of The Walking Dead last night. So the, the mid-season premiere. I'm sorry. I know some oh, yes. people don't like The Walking Dead. I love The Walking Dead. But that was I a think, great, great I, episode. I think it, I think everybody loves The Walking Dead. But since it's so cool now, you know, it, it, I think it's the hipster type people that are like, you know, I don't like that. I won't watch that. I watched it before it was cool, blah, blah, yeah, blah. It just yeah. gets better. Hey, people, I, 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 I read the comics before it was – no one even knew about it, but I still love the show. And and here's the thing. It kind of reminds me of uh, in the 90s when people uh, – they started finding out about Creed. Remember Creed, the rock band? Yeah. And everyone yeah. loved Creed, and then they got so popular, then it was it was, you know – it was taboo to like Creed. They, right, became, right? they became the new Nickelback. Yes. Nobody so, likes Nickelback anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly well, it. Yeah. What did, what did you hear about uh, if you play a Nickelback record <laughs> backwards uh-huh. that it's like satanic? But what's what's worst is if you play it forwards, you get Nickelback. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, gosh. That's how you remind me. Anyway. Let's move Uh, on. All right, man. Good stuff. Creepy Keith, how about you? Have you picked any movies, horror movies, genre-related stuff up, uh, even sci-fi? Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Matter of fact, a a couple of them that I picked up, they're not new releases. I'm kind of going back because I guess I'm I'm playing catch-up now because I never used to buy any horror movies. But recently picked up the original uh, The Grudge. Picked up the uh, Lionsgate triple pack, the, uh, the Sinister, the original one of that on there. This is all in the same package together. Uh, Cabin in the Woods, the Possession. Uh, it was a, that was like an eight dollar grab, you know, from, wow. the bar- from the bargain bin. So I, I snagged that. I love the Possession. I know oh, yeah, pe- people cool. people hate on that movie. I love it. And this is not Possession from 1981, starring no. Sam Neill. This is right. uh, you know this recent one. Yeah, I like that one. And of course, I picked up the. Uh, I, I, I'm dating myself, but I had the laser laser disc laser collection disc. of yeah of uh, the aliens collection. So I, I had to step up and get the Blu-ray collection of that. So oh. that was, so that was another uh, one that I just recently bought. I haven't watched it, but I have bought it. Oh, dude, fu- you are in for a treat, man! Yes. That quadrology is 
fantastic. I mean, oh, yeah. they put so much love into that box set, man. You all, you're gonna have a blast can't with that. Wait. Yes, I definitely can't wait for that. Now, as far as viewing, uh, I've been getting on a uh, Evil Dead kick. I haven't uh, saw the original nice. Evil Dead, but just watched Evil Dead two the other night and got a really big kick out of that. So then it made me hunger for more. So I watched Army of Darkness after that. All right. And then I looked up on Amazon to see if they had uh, the Ash versus Evil Dead collection yet, but for season one, and did not see that. But you can rent it. It is a uh, available to rent title so uh i don't know if i want to pay the 25 dollars for the the whole collection of that but i'm tempted but uh right might, right might just hang just wait till the they put it on blu-ray i'm pretty sure they will yep that's exactly what i'm gonna do uh keith i'm gonna wait it's hard it's tough knowing that there's it already went through its first season and i didn't get to watch a second of oh really oh yeah, yeah seen man, it. i'm I've waiting seen it. i saw okay. one the first episode that was it Awesome. I, guys, I got premium cable. Come on now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> Can I tell you, I don't know the last time I watched cable TV. Like, I literally can't tell you. God, that's how many years it's been. I have it, too. I just don't yeah. watch cable. It's so weird. Yeah. I get it. I get all my stuff on Blu-ray DVD or I'll get it on the tablet, you know? Yeah, but it's good, man. It's good. I mean, it, it's got it's got some some drawbacks, but they've already re- renewed it and everything, and it's it's good to go for season two, so... Yeah, it's definitely see. it's definitely worth picking up on Blu-ray when when it comes out. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! Oh creepy Keith, anything else, man, or was that it? That's about wraps it up as far as the horror genre goes. Nice. Well, hey, getting in the Evil Dead, nothing wrong with that. That's yeah, good stuff. Okay, I'll tell you what I got here. I picked up. I've been like really wanting to get into some like '80s kind of genre like stuff and. I never knew this movie was released, and it was written by John Carpenter, which blew my mind. Now, this one's Black Moon Rising. Have you guys ever seen Black Moon Rising? No, I'm not too familiar with that one. Never even heard of it. Tommy Lee, jo- Tommy Lee Jones is the star in it, and Linda Hamilton is also in it. And it- It's written by John Carpenter, and it- it's this black like supercar and this FBI agent. It's just... It's one of those over-the-top 80s action movies. Guys, pick it up. It's phenomenal. I'll tell you the way I picked it up. It's uh, eight classic films, Guilty Pleasures, 1980s collection, it's called. Uh, RLJ released it. It's a three-DVD set. So, you know, there's a few movies on each DVD. But it was worth it because there's other movies on there as well from the 80s, like Reform School Girls, uh, Angel, Tough Turf, Robbie Downer <laughs> Jr. and James Spader, oh, all that stuff, man. So I'm telling you, Black Moon Rising, it's a great, great film. And that blew my mind. I never heard of it. So he, he wrote it, but he didn't direct it. He did not direct it. He just wrote it, which is pretty neat. Yeah, That, that means it's going to be a good one. Well, you know what happened? Exactly. You know what happened? I'm watching it, and I hear the music, and I'm like, wait a minute. You know John Carpenter. Like, we just got done saying this on our last episode. You know John Carpenter's music. Oh, yeah. And the music started, and then, boom, his name came up, written by John Carpenter. I was like, yes! Did you you know, like, when you bought the DVD? No, I did not. Oh, man, that's like Christmas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I didn't even know the movie was made, and that... Oh, I'm still I'm still pretty pumped about it. So, okay, what else did I pick up? 
Oh, you know what I picked up on DVD? I got Return of the Living Dead 3. This one doesn't get the love it deserves in my eyes. Amazing, fantastic effects with it. It's a little bit different. It's not as uh, comedic. It's a little bit more dark of a scene. Uh, dark, Not scene. It's like a darker version. You know, like Return of the Living Dead, there's a lot of jokey, mm-hmm. playful things. Return of the Living Dead doesn't really do that, part three. Uh, so I picked that up on DVD. It was super cheap. It was like five bucks. Then, uh, Mark Nato, I could kill you. You got me into my Italian horror again now since picking Demons. Yeah. So yeah. I picked uh, I picked up uh, Scream Factory's double... Uh, release of ghost house and witchery sweet yeah i'm pumped I, di- I didn't get to watch them yet this is just what i picked up uh that's gonna be a fun blu-ray a little bit of extras on both of them then this is another one from scream i was super excited about uh the nightmares movie this is a uh, one that i watched a long time ago on vhs and i'm glad i get to see it again so nightmares was another one is this from 1980 Yes, nightmare. That, the yes, nightmares yes. and a damaged brain is the is the alternate title. Is I think that the so. t- I don't know. It's don't just know if, if it's just it. nightmares. I think yeah. There's another alternative title, nightmares and a damaged brain or something. Yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, it, it, I'm excited to watch that again. So, especially with a new transfer. Okay, this is what I've watched. I, I'll just say a few of them because I got to watch quite a bit. So I finally did get to watch Goosebumps. Me and my wife sat down and watched it, and I tell you what. They nailed it. Yeah. They nailed it. It is a fun movie. And you know what? The whole family could watch it. Yep. That's what's great about it. Um, that was a good a, one. I agree. Oh, you got to see it? Yep. That was a good one. Yeah. There's a lot of hidden things. Like for someone like me that read a ton of Goosebumps books, I tried to collect them all, but you know, it's hard to come up with 10 bucks when you're like 12 years old, <laughs> <laughs> but I did get to read a lot of them. So there was a lot of cool little nods in that film and I'm excited for the sequel. I know that's been greenlit. It did pretty well. Uh, next, I watched uh, another anthology. I picked it up on Blu-ray. Another cheap buy. I got it uh, really cheap on Amazon. I think it was about four. I think it was three ninety-nine for a day, and it was Creep Show two on Blu-ray. Oh wow! Yeah, so I was super stoked about that when I bought it. Uh, I finally got to rewatch it. I actually haven't seen that since I was a child, and I remember that one that blob thing in the lake that used to oh did that scare me when i was a child man <laughs> oh that killed me i didn't want to go near water like jaws didn't do it to me but that did oh yeah yeah <laughs> that that was a fun watch i had fun with that yeah we need to do an episode on some horror anthologies i that's think it. that's what we're gonna end up doing like real soon yeah and one more that's in the genre uh <laughs> It's not really horror. It's kind of like uh, a sci-fi play, Star Wars-ish feel. Hell Comes to Frogtown. Hell Comes to Frogtown? Is that the uh, new new Muppets adaption? Of, yes. uh, I don't know. Oh it's Rowdy Roddy Piper, man. Get out of oh here. Yes. Oh, if you guys haven't seen this, you will love it. It's the perfect 80s crazy movie. Please write it down and watch Hell Comes to Frogtown. Actually, Arrow released that in the UK on Blu-ray with a ton of features. It's way sold out by now. Is it strictly I, horror or is it it's a not. horror comedy? It says, it's, says it's, action comedy sci-fi. Is what yeah, it's more of sci-fi. It's more sci-fi. It's kind of like a really cheap 
Star Wars thing, and and his the guy's name is his last name is Hell, so that's where and and there's literally frog people. <laughs> uh-uh. Watch it. I can't explain it. You got okay. one of those things you got to watch. Yeah, I'm putting it down on my IMDb right now. Roddy Piper plays Sam Hell. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, guys. That's it. That's all I got. Um, but I had a lot of fun with what I did get and what I watched. So Sounds good. Okay, how about Mark Nato? Some video on demand and theater. All right. Well, if you just like to stay home and chill out and not go into the the crowded theaters, you can just click of a button and watch any of these horror movies uh, right now. Cabin Fever remake, Nina Forever, um, Southbound. There is a, uh, a movie called The Pack, which I mistakenly said uh, last week or the week before I thought was a werewolf movie. This is just a pack of wolves. Yep. So that looks interesting. I watched the trailer. And if you like that kind of nature versus man type thing, you might like that a lot. Um, there's a movie called Hangman, which is getting some buzz. Uh, Jeremy Sisko, I think, is, is the guy's name that's in that movie. Um, found footage, but it looks pretty creepy. Uh, there's a Swedish horror movie called Sensoria that's available. There's a Latvian film called The Man in the Orange Jacket that looks pretty good. See, I, I, I like all kinds of stuff, man. So it, it, even, even stuff that's um, foreign, I'm going to tell you about. There's a, a a Japanese movie called Over Your Dead Body. This is uh, the director is Ta, uh, Takeshi Mike, who is the guy who did Audition. So you know that this guy oh, is yeah. a good director, and this is a pretty uh, freaky looking ghost story. And then there's a a movie that I saw the trailer. I'd never heard of it. I'd never even heard any buzz about it. It's called Sociopathia. Have you ever seen anything about this? I have not. It's it's just really weird. It's um, it's it's a it's a lady who is the killer, and she's kind of like a serial killer, like sociopath. Hence the title. Right. But it looks really weird and gory by the trailer, but you never know, man. Sometimes the trailers can give you all the good stuff, and I, sometimes I try to avoid watching trailers. But hopefully that one will be something that's kind of like a, a pleasant surprise. So sociopathia uh, coming up on February 23rd is a, a modern telling of the, uh, the story Frankenstein. It stars Tony Todd and Carrie Ann Moss. And it's got some, some buzz surrounding it. Not sure if it's going to be any good, but also coming out that day on VOD, probably at the, the uh, DVD and Blu-ray too is the Victor Frankenstein Starring Daniel Radcliffe and uh, uh, what's the guy's name? You know, what's the guy's name that plays? Uh, Is he from the X Men? Yeah, James McAvoy. McAvoy, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to see that. Yeah, and that looks it looks good. It it's it just bombed at the theater. It bombed yeah, it at the bad. theater um, because it's not it's not really a horror. It's more of a, a drama with some horror elements. Um, so, but I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. And then the 26th is a movie that you're supposed to only get, be able to get on direct TV. It's called Backtrack. 
and it's kind of a ghosty type movie starring starring Adrian Brody and Sam Neill, and those are two good actors, so that might be worth uh, giving a giving a watch. And then the, the theaters, uh, not a whole lot out right now. Uh, you can still catch The Boy if it's still out in your area. I highly recommend that movie. I enjoyed it tremendously. Um, it's got a nice twist ending. Uh, I like uh, Lauren Con- is it Lauren Cohan. I think that's her name from The Walking Dead. She plays Maggie. Yep. She is the star of this film. She, man, she did a great job. She carried this film, and uh, I would I would say go ahead and watch that. Uh, also, Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies is out. Uh, I was listening to some podcasts. Some people loved it. Some people thought it was the worst thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> so <laughs> I probably will wait until that comes out on VOD to watch that. And then February 19th, man, this Friday, I'm looking forward to The Witch. I know we've said it before on the podcast. This this movie, I keep watching uh, interviews with the director and, and, and just little vignettes about the making of the movie and stuff, and it just makes me want to see this movie even more. Um, it just looks absolutely creepy, yep. and, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, I just hope it's not so much buildup that – I'm let down, but that's why I keep telling you, keep your uh, feelings in check. Cause I did that with it follows. Yeah. Um, and I got that kind of feeling it follows. I liked, but I didn't love it. Like most people and the witch, I got to see it before all the hype, hype, hype. And like I said, I'm just, I just can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. Yeah. So, but that's it, man. That's it. Uh, not anything else out at the theaters right now. There's some stuff coming out in March, but we'll talk about that on the next episode. Okay. Very good, man. I'm going to get into some Blu-ray and DVD updates. Let's do February 23rd. We got a double pack. This is more of a sci-fi double pack from Scream Factory. And it's Millennium and Rotor, which is kind of like... Rotor is kind of of like a RoboCop-ish, you know, take, uh, low-budget take. So that's coming out on Blu-ray. Also on the 23rd is the curse two pack which is one i have pre-ordered i'm super stoked for it's the curse and curse to the bite two fun movies uh, screen factory just i i love you that, once is, again is that will wheaton yes yeah i've never seen those yeah that's that's a pack i can't wait to revisit okay arrow releasing is doing the American Horror Project, this is the Arrow U.S. division, so it is going to be, you know, region one. It won't be region locked for us. Uh, it has Carnival of Blood, the witch from the, I think, the witch that came from the sea, and the premonition. And what they're doing is they looked in the vaults of really, um, really well done horror movies from the, they're trying to get 50s, 60s, 70s style horror films that not a lot of people know about, and Literally, all three of those films I have never seen, but I know Arrow, and I trust Arrow. I'm a loyal fan of their releases, so I did pre-order that one. And that That's also on the 23rd. Oh, yes, The Bees is coming out on Blu-ray on the 23rd as well. The Bees is a fun movie, man. Is that, is that starring Chris Farley? 
No. No. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The yeah, absolutely. Beast, the absolutely. Beast. Yeah. Classic okay. scene. Yes. It is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is this killed- like a, is this from the 70s? The bees, yes. Yeah. It's almost like there was a lot of those insect type movies in the 70s, you know, Squirm and and uh, oh, squirm. You know, <laughs> you know the they, they could have had a really good crossover the birds and the bees. Oh, oh there you gosh, go. That was that's bad. Sequel, right? that's bad. Uh, but I'm telling you, man, if you can make an earthworm scary, I mean, come on. That's good. <laughs> so I do. I saw that. I want to see the bees because bees, bees, bees have a way. Even just one little bee can make a grown man like run and scream. So it's the oh, bees knees. Sure. Yep. <laughs> okay, next. This is the same day, 23rd February. Uh, guys, help me out here. Who is the director of um, Christmas Story and Porky's? Uh, it's it's not Bob Clark, is it? Uh, and I'm it's a big Christmas Story fan, and I can't remember I know the Bob, director's name. Bob Clark. Is that so it? Is, it's okay, same, I feel like a dummy. The same guy who did Black Christmas. He did Porky. Yes, and yes. He did a Christmas. Okay, sport. yes, that's it. Yes. And he did one of the best movies of all time, Baby Geniuses. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, yes, that is Bob Clark then. But that's him. Finally, coming out on Blu-ray, Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things. This is another one of his directorial movies, and I've watched it. Have you guys seen ever seen Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things? I saw it a long time ago. And what did you think? Uh, I, liked I like it. it. Yeah, I like it's pretty it, good. So. Um, they're putting a lot of love into it. I think Olive's releasing that. Okay, also we have a Demonoid coming out on Blu-ray. You know, Demonoid I've never seen. And it just to me, it seems like a, it's an 80s-style movie, but I'm not too sure, guys. But if, if you know, you know, get in touch with me. Let me know. You can yell at me. That's fine. Uh, this, I don't know if it's true. This might just be a placeholder for now. But they're showing Krampus for the 23rd. I mean, okay, that's fine by me. I'll watch it not even in the Christmas season. I wanted to, I want to get my hands on it as soon as possible with the special features. Uh, I love to hear Michael Doherty's commentaries. So that's definitely an exciting pickup. Also, that same day is... Sadly, Scream Factory's last release for a Wes Craven film since he's passed, and that is The Serpent and the Rainbow. Yeah, that's a great movie. Yes, I already have it. Uh, if, if you guys, I'm sure you guys know, if you pre-order on Scream Factory's website, you get the amazing poster of the new artwork, and you get the movie shipped to you two to three weeks early. So I already have it, even though it comes out in a couple weeks here. Also, this is huge. This Tenebrae, I mean, come on. Yep. Synapse is doing it. So you know that is going to be the end-all, be-all of transfers for that film. With They're doing a limited steelbook edition like they did with their demons, actually, which we'll get into later. And like we talked about earlier, on the 26th, Victor Frankenstein. The Blu-ray is coming out, and DVD also. Uh, I'm getting it. I'm definitely going to support it. I love both of those actors, so I'm hoping to have some fun with that film. Okay, now let's do March 1st. The Boy. The Boy is coming out, and guess who's releasing it? Take a wild guess. Scream Factory? <laughs> Scream Factory. I was going to say that. <laughs> the the yep. Boy? Uh, from the one the I was just talking about? Yes, sir. Are you sure? Are you sure it's not the other The Boy? <laughs> the Boy with, with Rain Wilson. Okay, see, I was talking about another movie. I don't want people to get confused. There's a movie out right now. 
with Lauren Cohen called The Boy. It's about a little like, doll. doll. Yes. And there's another one called The Boy that came out at the end of last year That's with the- Rain Wilson. It's about a, a little kid who's basically a sociopath you know he's, yes yeah the horror yes on his head and it's about it's about basically uh the the growing up of a serial killer which is a good movie as well so yeah i want to pick that up so that the boy is coming out on the first the one with rain wilson yes morse yep. okay um we got gog <laughs> that's a it's actually coming out in 3d i don't even think they make 3d tvs anymore but if you have one there you go. You could get the classic, uh, you know, technology turns evil Gog. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Keith has a 3D TV. Are you telling me that this is outdated already? The 3D TVs. Come on. Yeah, it, it uh, didn't sadly. catch on. Didn't catch yeah. on. So Actually, gonna... the new 4K uh, Sony and Samsung and Vizio just announced they will not be making 3D anymore. Disappointment. That's a that's a big bummer. It is, man, because I wanted it to catch. I always wanted – I hope I could get one cheap now. It's either they're going to get super cheap or they're going to get super expensive. So I want to pick one up because there is a lot of good films out on 3D, and I'm sure it looks great. Yeah, I've got one. I've got one in our bedroom. So it, it, it's uh, – you know, I, I, I might have watched one or two movies awesome. on it. 3D, oh, which is sad, but I know, it is. I know Keith has watched more on his. Yeah, I would watch a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm just the king of uh, just the inventions or whatever you want to call it. Just That's the... how I am, man. I'm the same way. Look at I. I just bought three tablets to do a podcast. Call me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Crazy. Yes, there you go. Okay. Also, March 1st. This is probably going to be the top release on Blu-ray of the year for us genre fans, and it is Grindhouse releasing classic slasher pieces. Boy. And this thing, oh my gosh, I can't even tell you the extras it comes with. If you pre-ordered it, you get the actual puzzle that oh comes from gosh. the film. Yes. Uh it, I don't even know. Just look it up. It's literally too much to mention. Yeah. Okay. What else we got? How about the Sinful Dwarf Limited Collector's Edition? <laughs> Dude, I have heard about this movie, and well, I actually, I actually want to see it. I've, I've heard about it for a couple years now, and uh, I don't, I don't know if it would be a, a straight up horror as it is kind of like a thriller, but uh, you know, right, th- right. this was, this was before, you know. We were politically correct, so now you know this. This is a pretty, uh, I guess, insensitive movie to dwarfs. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> so, if you're, right, now- if you're a dwarf and you're listening to this podcast, we apologize. That's not uh, our intention, but uh, no, it's just the name of the movie back then. That's it, all. Exactly. Okay, guys, just a few to mention here. Like we just talked about how fast technology advances. A couple 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray releases are coming out. And uh, The Last Witch Hunter starring Vin Diesel. There's Mad Max, which is fantastic. Probably my favorite movie of 2015. Uh, The Martian. X-Men, which I don't think that should be in the genre. So, But those are a few that could be genre-related. Mad Max, I could say. There's some cool stuff in there that you can add into our genre. And that, I'm excited to see this new 4K Ultra HD release. So that's it for uh, the releases for those two weeks. And let us know if you picked them up. You know, Send us a message if we missed any. And we're excited, man. That's it. 
All right, guys, now we're going to get into our first horror movie review of the night, and we're going to start off with the classic from Lamberto Bava, and that is 1985 Demons. It actually has a pretty decent rating of 6.7 out of 10 on the IMDb scale. I would call this, hmm, what would you call this film? Crazy? Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. Now, the what's the runtime? There's a bunch of different runtimes. The one on IMDb, the unrated, goes at one hour and 28 minutes. It actually is categorized as a fantasy horror movie, and it says it was released on May 30th, 1986 in the United States. Yep. This movie stars... Oh, please stick with me, guys. There's a bunch of Italian names, and I am not good with Italian here. Yeah, Urbano Barberini. There, okay, Mario. <laughs> manja, manja. <laughs> That's George. Okay, you nailed that one for me. Natasha Hovey as Cheryl. Carl Zinni as Ken. We got Fior Argento as Hannah. I think you guys know that name. Yep. Producer Dario Argento on this film. We got... Oh, Paola Cazzo as Kathy. Uh, we got Goretta Goretta as Rosemary. Bobby Rhodes as Tommy. Guido Baldi as Tommy. <laughs> Guido. Did I say Tommy twice? Guido Baldi. Guido. Guido <laughs> Baldi. Yes, they. Uh, those parents. Yeah. Can, can you can you say the name who uh, played Hot Dog? Giuseppe Mario <laughs> Cruciano. Why didn't you just take this from the top <laughs> and just nail it? I mean, come on, Giuseppe? What a come name. On, this Giuseppe. is good stuff. Good stuff, good stuff. All right, we'll leave it at that before we slaughter anybody else's <laughs> names. Uh, the writers were Dardano Sashiete. How'd I do? Sashiete. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Sounds good. Even had a top me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, what do you say? Let's play that trailer. Let's do it. Roll it. The preview you are about to watch is for a movie that is unlike any you have ever seen before. It is for a movie that goes beyond temporary fear to everlasting terror. It is a movie called Demons. Yes, the demons are coming, and they're coming for you. Warning. If you have the courage to see demons sit near an exit, otherwise, you might never get out. In your theater, who will survive the touch of the demons, and who will not? Demons. With music by Billy Idol, Motley Crue, The Adventures, Rick Springfield, and Saxon. This is no dream. This is happening right now. Could be happening to you. Demons. They will make cemeteries their cathedrals, and the cities will be your tombs. Will you survive it? Demons. All right, come on in with a synopsis for demons. A group of people are trapped in a large movie theater in West Berlin that is infected by ravenous demons who proceed to kill and possess the humans one by one, thereby multiplying their numbers. 
Wow, good stuff, good stuff. Okay, you know what? Since we have our uh, guest of honor here tonight, Creepy Keith, how about you come in with some likes, man? Okay, they're going to be limited, but uh, here we go. First of all, <laughs> shame on you. We got we to gotta give a shout out to the soundtrack. This is Casey Cation, by the way, and I'm counting down the top 10 songs of the Demon soundtrack. <laughs> Coming in at number 10 is Billy Idol. <laughs> then Motley Crue, Rick Springfield, and finally Go West. That's right, folks. This is a classic soundtrack for Demons. Uh, 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 what a that's a crazy mix of bands on there. But anyway, uh, I you know forgot that's, you forgot. Except except was Saxon. on there. Yes, yeah, How dare me? Yes, um, but that's very petty compared to that's just a chump change compared to the rest of the movie. Um, my likes is I like the premise that it was a it's a horror movie done in a theater. I think it's a theater can be you know the setting can be creepy sometimes where you're just in the dark even if it's a not a horror movie it's still kind of creepy. Yes, coming in going out. So I thought that was that was nice uh, nice setting for a horror movie. Now, do you uh, think would you think about that in particular? That particular theater, I thought it was pretty gothic looking. Yeah, amazing. yeah, the, the the design of it too. Yeah, I, that's one thing. Um, I don't know about a motorcycle being out in the lobby. I don't know what that was all about, but but anyway, well, I think it, I think it was a movie prop, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, maybe it that's was, what it, it was. It was a movie okay. prop for the movie that they were so, the movie that was playing. Yeah. Okay, I was a little, you know, just trying to keep track of what's going on in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Guy it. with the uh, Phantom of the Opera mask at the beginning, and then you got the motorcycle. I was uh, a little thrown off. <laughs> but but uh, my other likes, which was a, oh, uh, you know, like some, you know, campy horror movies. They, they got the little, is the comedy on purpose? You you know, you don't know. Maybe it is. But right. uh, some of the uh, the dialogue was, was kind of funny. Like the uh, the guy that was, he reminded me a lot of Samuel L. Jackson. That's uh, like, that, that's Tony the Pimp. Is it? I like Tony the Pimp. I thought he was pretty entertaining. <laughs> He's the man. <laughs> and, and, so 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 taking him and use. I think a, a a new movie idea would be Demons on a Plane. Oh, that's right. Oh, man, that's right. Yes. Man, man, we got demons on the plane. How about how, um, about, how about this line from Tony the Pimp? Oh, I think I cut myself. Well, that'll <laughs> teach you to touch things. <laughs> Love it. And then there was was there one? I'm gonna get it wrong, but it was like. I think we better get away or something. It was like the yeah. demon was like three feet away from him. Yeah, I'm like, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then finally my like, it's a weird like, but uh, I've never seen it in a movie before. Somebody snorting Coke out of a Coke can. I was like, yeah, am I, am I seeing that? that? <laughs> that is so bad. that, that is my likes. That's all your likes. Yes. It's all of okay, we up know how you feel minutes. about the good old demon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you actually nailed some, uh, some, pretty big stuff you could act, we could actually talk about but mm-hmm. uh honestly that movie theater i thought was just like fantastic i love that setting like you said just to be in a theater it just adds to it uh, mm-hmm. you know and it's it's kind of sad it seems like i don't know i'm gonna be like these kids these days don't enjoy the movie theater like you should <laughs> exactly. it's just that feeling you know back in the 80s man and just the whole setup and the way the sky was like when they were showing the shot of the theater, right? Like that crazy colored sky. Um, mm-hmm. it adds so much to it. So you hit on some really good likes. Yeah. Mark Nato, come on in with some likes, man. Well, I've got more than enough likes to make up for Keith's di- uh, dislikes that he's going to dish out. Don't be hating. Uh-huh. Oh no, you're getting into it. If you well, watched it. You yeah. Did, I will tell you this. 
I agree with Keith, man. I love that soundtrack, and they're oh. actually releasing it on vinyl. Pre-ordered. Uh, interesting. Is that for yeah. Record Store Day? I don't know if it's for Record Store Day or not, but it, uh, I think it comes out in, in February, maybe beginning of March. But is it a green vinyl? Yes, they, yeah. they're doing limited. Um, you could do the green one um, or a black one. So I, I'm, of course, getting the green one. Of course, to match the uh, the puke and blood. Yes, sir. <laughs> but, man, that's, I mean, that is just so typically 80s. This it, is a yep. quintessential 80s cheesy horror movie. Yes, sir. And, and like you said, man, I mean, Motley Crue, Billy Idol, Rick Springfield, Go West, Except, Saxon. It just... I mean, it, it was just great uh, to go along with the soundtrack. Man, I liked the score. So did I. So uh, did I. Thank you. Yes. Claudio Simetti, uh, Simonetti, uh, he was famous for being part of Goblin. Uh, as we know that uh, oh. Lamberto Bava is the guy that directed this movie. But, <clears throat> excuse me, Dario Argento is the guy who produced it. He's the guy who put the... The money up front, and I think he kind of had his hands in this a little bit. Absolutely, and, and they used his guy because Claudio uh, Simonetti and Goblin. I mean, they did Deep Red, they did Suspiria, which I oh. love both of those soundtracks. And it's very, very similar, but very eighties, very synthy. Um, and I just, man, I was just listening to the soundtrack just on YouTube, and the soundtrack, the score just on YouTube and uh, had it cranked up. It was really good. Um, well, I just and- have to say, you you actually, you actually absolutely nailed it, you, you said. This is the quintessential 80s movie, and I think that's the best way to say if you're going to review this film is use that sentence that you used. So thank you, sir. Yeah, I mean, I, I always have to review movies and, and look at movies. In a and certain get, light. Kind of figure out, you know, okay, where do they fit? Exactly. In the pantheon of, of cinema. I mean, this was an 85 Italian dubbed horror movie. Where were the effects at that time? Where what was the what was the 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 feeling of most horror movies at that time? Uh, is it scary? No. Nope. It's not scary. Don't don't turn all the lights off and think that you're gonna get scared at this movie. This is just a a fun, crazy, cheesy horror movie that you can have a great time with. It's a party movie. Um, yeah, it is. And, uh, but yeah, the score, the score was great, man. Um, I, I, I have to say, cause I know both of us are going to say it, dude, oh, yeah. the makeup and the gore effects come were on. so awesome. I mean, come on. They, and I understand that that's not, not everything was perfect. There were times where you could see like that this, this demon was wearing like fake teeth. You could see where the, you know, but that's not the point. The point is the, the, the kind of stuff they were doing, like the demon coming out of the dude's back, uh, that kind of stuff is just, it was just great. I mean, I was having, a hoot. I was having a great time watching this thing. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought that, the, like I said, the, the, the gore effects were great. Uh, the makeup was great. Nothing scary, but it was just a blast. Uh, I'm not going to take them all because I got some more. I want to leave some for you, Walshie, because it looks like it's going to be you and me tag team and the likes. Yeah, I'm currently trying to think of a few others, but it's nothing's coming to mind. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> hey, dude, everybody has their own take. That's And you are not into as deep as the genre as us. And I think if you were, you would be right there with us barking at how great this film is. And I want to actually come back to you in like a year if okay. you start really getting into <laughs> horror. Right. And I'll, you'll be like, hey, guys, I think I have a little bit different feeling on um, uh, demons. Now, I did like the, the makeup effects like you guys were just saying. It, 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 it reminded me that they were doing like kind of like the thriller playbook kind of uh effects but yeah you know it, what yeah that that's the kind of same feel mm-hmm. that i got didn't you walshy absolutely that's a really good way to put it actually mm-hmm. yeah. i love uh, the i love did you like when the the girl's teeth were falling out and right. the, oh the my fang God. transformation yeah that was right. cool right. oh you could talk we could talk about i'm just gonna echo you could talk about the effects all day on this movie it is just and they did different things um that's what I really enjoyed about it. They did effects. They kept the camera on. You know what I mean? Instead yeah. of like letting your mind think what would have happened once that cut went away. They they just showed you. And the color of the blood and the puke, it just adds this whole different effect in this film and a whole different feel. It's this neon green colored stuff. And, oh, it's it's nasty. The the gore is... Yeah. Like but, you said... I, I well, Walshie, it's 80s. It's 80s, I mean, exactly. What was 80s? Fluorescent colors and exactly. craziness. So, I mean, the fact that the puke and the blood from the demons is neon green, it completely encapsulates this movie, you know, that it's 1985. I mean, it this really is, 19, yeah, and I, I think it would be much different if it were just blood, like regular blood. Uh, oh, I, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. And I think it would be much different and maybe even a little scarier if they left more to your imagination. Uh, they always say that your imagination, whatever your imagination can think of is normally scarier than what they can show you. And yeah. it's true. And this stuff is not necessarily scary. It's just fun. And I like, I like to to think about, man, how did they create that? You know, how did they do that? How did they make this demon, you know, pop out of this guy's body? You know, how did they, you know, and I I enjoyed that, so. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, thanks for saying that. Uh, A couple of my likes, just to add, is I love the the film inside the film and how that actually connects with what's going on. That is really cool. And when you start to watch this, even if you're a first-time watcher, you start piecing together what's going to happen if you don't know about demons. I mean, it's such a epic movie in the horror genre. But it's nice to piece all that together, and it's really cool that that little movie inside there turns out to come out of the screen, which is just awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed that, too. That's, that's one of mine, man. Movie within a movie. Great, great premise. It was, and it was shot cool too. It was, it was, it looked like it was almost shot from a different director, which, um, to me, just added that little bit extra, you know. Yep. Uh, I love the absolute madness of this film. I think it's just a fun movie. I don't know really how else to say it. It's just fun for me to watch. Uh, I'm not looking to get scared. I know that. Maybe if I was uh, seven or eight years old, it would have scared the crap out of me. But like Mark Nato said, man, it's it's not a scary movie. It's made for enjoyment, and it's basically made to show off, hey, look what we could do with this money we got, and let's just do something entertaining. Yeah. If Honestly, you know what? It, it seems like it's the perfect VHS movie. Video oh, yeah. store. Yeah, I was going to mention that earlier. This would have been one of those movies I, I wish I'd known about back in the 80s because me and my friends would do that. We would uh, just 
pick the you know the silliest horror movie to watch, and this would have been a great one to to see back in the day. And I, and I think that you would probably have a bet another idea or thought about it or opinion of it if you had seen it in say 1986, 87, because I do remember going and picking this cover. You know, simply because you know, said demons and this crazy looking thing on the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the artwork. There was a couple different DVD covers or, or yes, D- yes. VHS covers. There's the one with the shadow kind of group walking at you with the glowing eyes, and, eyes and the yeah. and the, the the yellow demons. And I think there was one with that whatever that demon was that came out of that guy. I think there he was yeah, on the cover that was one. on there. But dude, I was always very frightened of this movie in 1986, 87. I remember being frightened See? of it because it, to a kid in 1986, 87, you imagine this looked better than pretty much anything was looking yeah. at that time. Yeah. At, at that time. I agree. Now hindsight being 2020, you know, it's, it's 30 years later. Good Lord. Is it 30 years later? Um, you know, I can I can say, hey, you know, this is cheesy. It was not cheesy in 1986 or 87 when I saw it, which is just awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if I was a kid, like I said, I would I wouldn't have been able to handle it. That would yeah. have really put me over the edge. I definitely have a few nightmares. Yeah. Um, oh, airplane. That's all right. You had a you had a train last week. I know it's always it's always something out there. <laughs> Automobiles <laughs> next. Yeah, well, they come uh, every two minutes. Okay. What's up? Mark Nato, come in with some more likes. Um, I loved the cinematography in this movie. If you have a good copy of this movie, this movie looks great. This movie still looks great, I think. I thought. I was extremely shocked. You can even watch this movie. I know I told um, Keith this. You can watch this movie on YouTube uh, for free, I, I suggest that you watch it, but then you also go purchase it. That was my other like. I forgot that one. That the, the, it was that free. Was free. Free on yes. YouTube. Yes. But that that uh, upload on YouTube is in HD. And yeah, I think they got that from the Synapse uh, release because yeah. it, I saw it on YouTube. I was just to refresh myself actually earlier today. Uh, I was like, I doubt this is on YouTube. And boom, there it was. And it looked fantastic. I mean, do you agree? Do you think it looks good? I think it looks great. I think they ripped it right from Synapse's transfer. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's a testament to the cinematography and the lighting and, and all of that. I'm sure it sure is. Sure it is. But, um, I, man, I, I thought that looked if – if I compare that movie to another movie that came out, say, 84, 85 – like Nightmare on Elm Street, something like that. Right. This looks better than Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, it does. This, this looks better than than you know some of those movies that came out around the same time, and I'm I'm not sure exactly why. Maybe it was the setting, uh, the lighting, but I thought it was done very well, and that's probably some of uh, Dario Argento's um, influence there because all of his movies always look so great. Yeah, the Italians had such an eye for cinematography, not just directing, yeah, just cinematography. What does the whole screen look like at every second? 
and they use all those crazy colors, which is one of my biggest likes. It was just these wacky different colors that they use on everything. Yep. Uh, it just it adds such a weirdness and a cool vibe. Yep. Uh, I en- and I know Keith is going to roll over here. I enjoyed the acting. I just thought it was cheesy goodness acting. I didn't think, you know, yeah, I mean, these, I mean, these are not people that are going to be winning Oscars or any of that, but, um, I especially thought the lead actress was pretty good. Uh, As we but, know, the pimp was the best. Oh, absolutely. But you know, <laughs> oh, some, of, some of those, some of those things and the blind guy, I don't know the character's name, but the one that was blind. <laughs> it was yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes. How about that? The wife, you know, cheating on the guy who's blind. Come on. But, some things that kind of are kind of lost in the acting with the, with the dubbing because dubbing, even though I thought this was actually one of the best dubbing jobs that, that I forgot about that. Yep. That was a little like, sorry, excuse me. Oh man. Did I just have to cut that out? But (laughs) I I thought I hit my mic or whatever, but my my mute, but I was like, I thought you were trying to squeeze a fart out or something, man. But, um, (laughs) Anyway, take two. But I thought that most definitely that what was I saying? Oh, most definitely that the dubbing was was one of the best things about it. I, I've seen uh, Italian movies or or you know other uh, foreign movies that the dubbing is just is so off that it really you know throws. And this is one that if you watch the first 10, 15 minutes, you're you're thinking, is this dubbed? I was it, right there with you on that, yeah. Yeah, because you can't really tell. And then you can tell the further in you go to the movie. And I think they did a good job of of matching up voices with the particular actors and actresses. Uh, sometimes you get a, a voice that just doesn't match what the person looks like. But, yeah, so I thought that was good. Um, I loved the unintentional humor. I mean, I don't. this is not meant to be a comedy. I mean, I knew I know that they probably thought that there was going to be some some funny moments, but uh, it is unintentionally funny in some parts. Come on, Tony the Pimp. Very yes, <laughs> Academy uh, Award winning Tony yes. the Pimp. Yes, well, I think Tony the Pimp, man, he's an icon, and they've got there's oh. what web pages devoted oh, yeah. to Tony the Pimp, and and it uh, just not, adds to the charm. Yeah, I'm not sure if that guy's still alive or not, but uh, if if he if he is, he probably could make a killing at horror conventions. I know, right? Take a take a picture with Tony the Pimp. <laughs> Just don't touch nothing. He's yeah, really great. Right. That's right. Um, and then I, re- uh, again, we're we're doing this. This movie was made in 1985. There are spoilers. Uh, I love the ending. The ending is crazy. It is insane. I love the ending, man, because uh, you know they they get out of this theater finally, and there's a a jeep going by, and and, it, and it's apparent this is not something that is just happening in the theater. Okay, it's happening all over the place, and these they jump in this jeep and they're gone, and the lead actress, and you think, oh, they made it, they're going off into the sunset, they finally made it, and the chick turns and she's a demon and gets shot like right out of the daggone jeep. That was that was great, and she's laying there on the road. That that was that was a great ending. I thought I thought it was phenomenal. It just. It went perfect. You're always waiting for that one more crazy ending in your 80s movies, and he killed it. Yep, yep. Um, I'm just going to add a couple more because I think we are really nailing the likes here. How about, to add to the craziness, a 
helicopter falling through the ceiling. Oh my gosh. And I was just, like, where the what? heck did that come from? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, what? I missed something. What happened there? Yeah, yeah it's like you think you missed the scene or something. Yes, that's what I thought. <laughs> but, that, but that's why it's so, you know, charming. <laughs> crazy. Get to yeah. the chopper. Just balls to the wall crazy. It, it really is. And that. It, and there's an even more crazy part, and it was hinted at earlier, and the 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 motorcycle man. Oh man! And a motorcycle in a movie theater with what? Does he have one or two katanas? I think two swords. Yeah, and, and he's just decapitating everybody. Yeah, and oh, that so and that great. and that song in the background. Oh my gosh! It was a lot just... of metals playing. Yeah, yeah, and and it shot. It shows him like there's no way you had enough time to ride a motorcycle that long. So he just keeps doing recuts, and it's. I think he goes through about thirty demons. It's just yeah. great. It's fun, guys. Please watch this if you never gave it a shot, or you think, oh, it's Italian. Uh, or it's going to be badly dubbed or anything like that. Just watch it for fun factor, and that's going to be my last words on my likes. Yeah, that that's that's my main like. It's just fun. Yeah, that's it. It's man. it's not by any means a phenomenal movie. It's not like anything that's going to be in the the top ten of best horror movies ever made. But if you want to sit down and just like have a few beers with your buddies and throw this on and laugh and enjoy, you know, some of these, uh, these effects and some of these, uh, uh, things that are, you know, that is just one of those things that I think you should do. It's, it's awesome, man. Fun, fun, fun. Okay, guys, I think we hit all of our likes. Uh, you want to leave it at that? Mark Nato, you good? Yeah, absolutely. Creepy Keith, you good? I'm good, Washi. Sorry, but that was on mute. Not a problem, man. Okay, let's go in with some dislikes now. Creepy Keith, I'm sure you have a few. Um, yeah, um, I was telling Mark earlier that uh, the best thing about this movie is if you want a happy ending, just watch it backwards. That's right. Just put it in reverse. <laughs> and wow. you, have a ha- you have a happy ending. Um, <laughs> um, this is kind of like a, a in between dislikes and likes. I could, uh, I understood why they were tearing up the theater, but I'm like, really? It's, this is just taking time. Of why I understand that you know we're trying to take the power away from you know the evilness that was going on, but uh, that was one of the things that kind of slightly agitated me was that they were tearing the theater up. Um, the uh, the blending of the cutaway shots, like when they were the metamorphosis, you know, going into the demons, was like they already had the cutaway shot of the what we were talking about earlier with the uh, the thriller looking effects, the makeup effects. Right, uh, right. So it didn't blend very well. That's I didn't like that. Again, that we know this is from the '80s, so I guess we got to let that slide. And and uh, Mark was talking about the he liked the dialogue. I, I found some of it kind of silly. Just you know, it's kind of, but. Hey, you know. so so did I, man. That's that's one of my dislikes. Uh, not just some, a lot of the dialogue. <laughs> no, no, I never said I liked the dialogue. I said I liked some of the acting. The acting. The, oh, di- okay. the dialogue is actually one of my dislikes. It, okay, it's I'm trash. Sorry. But but here's the thing, man. Mm-hmm. Again, some of that stuff is lost in translation. Right. I really do think so. I, sometimes I'm thinking what they what they are dubbing in right, is right. not necessarily what they were saying. 
Right, um, but we still uh, get our okay, good final. Point. Yeah. yeah, we still get our final product, and that's all that we can see. So I, yeah. I, I agree with you guys. Yep. That's not too bad, Keith. You know, uh, you're you're still you're you're still my friend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And I hope you guys continue <laughs> to be friends here. Um, oh no. What I, else you got? <laughs> that's about it, as far as that's concerned. Um, yeah, I think I'm done on the dislikes. Other that's than it, you didn't. You, you're talking smack about this thing. <laughs> one dislike. Yeah. Well, no, I, had a, like, I had a couple. You better like something else. I, I had I had three dislikes, and overall, the, the making me watch the movie that was the the whole dislike making me watch something. <laughs> I, I I normally wouldn't have watched something like this, but uh, that was it. Just that the uh, I understood that it's a, it's an '80s movie. It's you know it's it is what it is. You know, you're gonna have to watch the Pet Cemetery three or four times to get this one out of your system, right? That's correct. That is on my, one of my top 10 lists of favorite horror movies. So yes, I, I have to do literally cannot watch one scene in that movie to this day. Zelda <laughs> can't do it. I cannot do it. It's yeah. still on. Oh, I can tell on you, man. Like, I, I, ever since I was a kid, everybody has that one traumatizing thing. Oh, yeah. And, and it was that. And I still, I know what's coming, and I hear Rachel. <laughs> Creepy That's movie. It, man. Turn it off. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's one of my favorite lines. Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. Back to back to uh, demons. Uh, Mark Nato, what do you got? All right. What, did you have any more dislikes? You said you had three. Is that, um, is that it? I'll, that's it, but I might think of some something else. But right now, I'm just sure to the will. three. I'm sure you will. <laughs> anyway, um, just the dislikes that I have is just, you know, some of the dialogue's corny, but that – to me, that just kind of—it's a dislike, but it adds to the cheesiness, funness, corniness of of the '80s flick. Uh, it isn't scary. Um, Thank it's, you. It's just fun and funny. Uh, and the the only other dislike I have is 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 the story is a little weak. It's a little convoluted. It, it's uh, you know not exactly um, a masterpiece of of screenwriting, but you know it doesn't need to be. Because I'm not watching this for like the intricacies of the story. I'm watching this for a fun ride. And that's what I what I got. So I can't complain. So those are really the only dislikes. Oh, that's that's I'm on the same page once again with the uh, uh, some of the acting to me, though, was just rough. And I think that I could say it is because the dubbing. But like I said, this is the final product that I get for me to watch so i do have to say what bothered me a little bit and some of the acting i was just like come on come on yeah it it depends i mean there there was a few actors there that they weren't really you know top notch yeah and there was one other thing i I didn't really think that the uh scraping the cocaine off the girl's boob with with a razor plate (laughs) was was necessary i was like this is kind of out of place but and yes thank you because i forgot that that was that was a like for me by the way yeah i'm sure it was (laughs) i'm sure it was can i speak to your wife but um no i think what that was honestly mid 80s horror movie they were like yeah we need some boobs yeah you need to get a boob in here yeah i think that's exactly cocaine especially yeah i think that's what it was so anyway yeah oh we got a plane outside uh, guys, I have lots of transportation. I live at a, right next to an airport. I'm sorry if you are hearing that. But I'm just going to come in with the rest of my dislikes here. So I got 
basically other than the acting and so some of the dubbing by uh really bothered me um there's there's really no logic uh but i'm saying this to review for any horror fan and i know there's horror fans out there that don't like this type of movie so if you don't like a movie that has no logic or something that's taken super seriously you're not gonna like this i'm just telling you right now you're not gonna even have a little bit of fun with it it's it's not for you so i want you to keep that in mind this is that vhs 80s uh film lovers in mind so just keep just keep that in mind and we just talked about that cocaine scene with the you know the little flash with the razor blade of the the blonde rocker head, all those metal heads, um, I could have took them out of the movie. They were there for the comedic aspect, and I wasn't laughing at that. I was laughing at the unintentional stuff. So the comedic stuff that was intentional did not work for me. Mm-hmm. And that that that's it, guys. That's it for my dislikes. Uh, I, I enjoy watching this film, so I think we pretty much nailed it for likes and dislikes. Yes. So and uh, you can. Uh... Uh, file your complaints with Keith at creepykeith at gmail.com. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Okay, guys. Um, Mark Nato, you got any items of interest? I do. Of course Let's I do. Go. Uh, if you're a horror fan, you know that Lumberto Bava is a familiar name. He is the son of a horror great Mario Bava, and um, who Mar- Mario Bava did tons of stuff in the, in the sixties and seventies. And, uh, he, his son, Lamberto, he's, he's not as prodigious. He's done a couple things. Uh, I just found out that he actually did a kind of a semi remake of his father's, um, black Sunday. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. No. Nope. Um, so I'm going to check that out. But uh, here's some cool stuff. This is one of the things that I liked about the movie, too, is there were some some posters hanging in the uh, theater. Did you guys notice some of those? Oh, yeah, they're great. Go ahead. Okay, first of all, there's a Nosferatu poster hanging in there. Uh, there is an ACDC Let There Be Rock poster. There's a Terminator poster. And there's Four Flies. Four Flies on Grey Velvet poster, which is a, a Argento movie. Uh, there's a movie called No Nukes, which is a documentary about protest music. And there's uh, a movie for the great, I guess it's sort of like a sci-fi-ish movie called Metropolis. So there's some cool stuff. Oops. There's some cool stuff in that uh, the theater. And that's just the kind of stuff I look for. I was pausing. I was pausing things and... Um, and just uh, trying to, I didn't even look for that on the internet. I actually paused things uh, second by second to figure it out. Because I was like, wait, wait. She's giving out a ticket. I see, is that Nosferatu? Yes. You know, and uh, I thought that was kind of cool. I think those were probably intentional um, shout outs. Oh, yes. They had to be. Yeah. Um, the building used for the Metropole still stands in Berlin. Uh, which is where this was filmed and set. Uh, but now it is a club called Goya. So uh, I guess that's maybe like a dance club or something, but they they hold horror type um, events and conventions there. Would that be incredible to go wow. and, and to go to like some sort of a horror event there at the Metropole? That, that would be pretty. Yeah, that would really be something. Yeah. So, And I'm not sure if it looks, you know, any, any, um, 
like it, anything like it did. But um, in Germany, this movie was released as the sequel to the second film. So in the, in the United, that. yeah, in the United States, this one came out first, and then a year later, Demons Two. But in Germany, Demons Two came out, and then Demons came out as its sequel a year later, which is completely weird, and I'm not sure why that is. Um, and there are uh, sometimes you can look around and you can see uh, Demons Three and Demons Four. That's not necessarily the case. Uh, Demons Three sometimes. Uh, is referred to as Demons 3, but it's actually uh, supposed to be known as The Church by Dario Argento. Uh, he kind of, it's kind of like a same type of, of issue dealing with demons. Yep. But they were going to call it Demons 3, but Bava did not agree to let them use the name because um, he wasn't involved in it. And then Demons 4 is another Argento movie. Uh, Argento wrote it. It's called La Seta from 1991. Sometimes that's called Demons 4. Again, not not really a sequel. So if you see Demons 3, Demons 4, those are not really sequels. But uh, that's about it. But Well, you, you nailed them there, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool insight there. So that's it for uh, our review. So why do you say we get to our scores? And uh, Creepy Keith, score this on a grade from a 0 to 10. And would you rent it, throw it away? Would you purchase it? Drum roll, please. I would uh, rent it on YouTube, which was the free rental watching it. <laughs> I would not buy it. I give it a uh, grand total of 3.5. Oh, my gosh. Yes, 3.5. Sweet okay, Lord man. Lord. Okay. Sweet Lord above. <laughs> <laughs> I give the posters in the background of 5.5. <laughs> nice. All right. You picked it up for them. Uh you know what, though? There's probably a lot of listeners out there that are shaking their head and agreeing with you, too, because there are people that don't like this type of movie, believe it or not. So you're not alone, man. Thank you. I feel okay. much better. <laughs> Mark Nato, what do you got? Um, this is just a fun ride for me. I like watching it. Um, it's in my collection, and I will continue to watch it, and I will not invite Creepy Keith over to watch it with me. I give it an eight- out Still of 10, you. an eight out of 10 skulls. And I say to buy it. If you are a horror movie collector, this is just one that's, it's a classic. It's a classic Italian splatter uh, film from the eighties. And it's, it's a, uh, it's a must own. If you don't like cheesy horror movies, you don't like splatter and gore, you're probably not going to like it. So I'd say avoid it. But if you're a, you know, um, a collector, this is definitely one for your collection. Awesome. Now, I said my piece on this movie. I'm really close to you there, Mark Nato, and I am going to come in with a definite purchase, and I'm coming in with a 7 out of 10, and it's a purchase for the Synapse Blu-ray release. They either did uh, they did two releases of um, Demons and Demons 2. Demons regular Blu-ray doesn't come with special features, but the Demons limited steelbook comes with... Uh, a nauseating amount of stuff so it's a definite purchase grab that synapse blu-ray it's worth every dollar uh mark nato just nailed it with what he said so i am in agreement and that's it guys that's it for our review of demons this program is being brought to you in part by zantax 
Okay, now we are going to move into our final movie review of the night. And this is going to be our newer movie. And that is 2015's Deathgasm. This is a comedy horror, I would say. You guys agree with that one? Absolutely. I agree. Very good. The runtime is 1 hour 26 minutes. It was released on October 2nd, 2015, and it has a 6.3 out of 10 review with about 5,000 reviews. Um, Like we always say, anything over like a 5 in our genre is a pretty decent film. All right, let's say some of the cast here. We got, I hope it's Milo Cawthorn. I think it's Milo. Okay, Milo. But I'm not sure. Okay, one of those two, hopefully. Uh, He's Brody. Man, I really liked him. We got James Blake as Zach, and that's with two Ks. uh, And that, of course, you metalheads, it's just like Zach Wilde. Yeah, and he was a Heath Ledger lookalike. He was. Yeah, yeah, he, he was man. Looked like a young, young Heath. Ledger. Young Heath I'm Ledger. Glad you yes. said that. That's what I kept thinking that the whole time. I said when we get on this podcast, we could say, "What is this dude talking about?" So I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Okay, we got Kimberly Crossman as Medina. Hubba hubba. Yes, she is a fine blondie. I like my blondies. <laughs> yeah, she's a good looking girl. <laughs> we got Sam Berkeley as Dion. We got Daniel Crestwell as Giles. We got Delaney Tebron as Shanna. And we got Colin Moy as Uncle Albert, which he's funny to me, man. Yeah. Okay. And we'll basically leave it at that for the stars. And what do you say we play that good old trailer? Absolutely. Roll it. that evil heavy metal that your parents hate you listening to? You know those lyrics about hell, demons, and doom? What if I told you it's all real? I know. I was there. Jesus! It's piss. That's me, Brody. My friends are losers. So we started a band. Check it out. Ricky Daggers. Is he dead? Wouldn't be crazy if the music had something to do with demons? Demons. We're all gonna die. I translated those pages. Now, people are turning crazy. Like, possessed. Crazy. What's up? That was pretty cool. As is, I mean, the axe and the... You know, I'm not even sure I'm in the right tuning. Brother still. Okay, what do you say we do the synopsis now, guys? Absolutely. Mark Nato, come on, you are my synopsis man. Just real easy. This is an easy one. Two teenage boys 
unwittingly summon an ancient evil entity known as the Blind One by delving into black magic while trying to escape their mundane lives and playing heavy metal. Yes. Well, this is a um, this is a heavy metal horror movie. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is—a heavy metal horror movie, and the good heavy metal horror movie. Oh, by the way, this was directed by Jason Lee Howden, and this is out of New Zealand. And New Zealand always just—I just want to like move there. It seems like everything's done perfect in New Zealand. Well, let me let me tell you this. I mean, we're going from way back in the day with Peter Jackson uh, in New Zealand, going with uh, you know um, Dead Alive, Dead Alive, and, and then. You've got this. You've got um, things like Housebound coming out. You've got the the what we do in the shadows. Isn't that New Zealand? Yes, it is. I think so. You know, so it is. There's a lot of lot of good horror stuff coming out of New Zealand. And come on, you didn't even mention Lord of the Rings. Oh yes, absolutely. Oh, I but, just I could talk about them all day, but that's not for this type of show. But let me ask you this question. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you think this movie could get made in the U.S.? Ooh, that's kind of a loaded question. Because um, I, I don't, I don't think it can. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it can either. Not, not the way. Not the way it was done. It was done I exactly. Think for some reason, like these these movies that come out of New Zealand and other. I mean, they're just. I mean, so much more gory and crazy. And here we kind of have to, and and they hit know. better topics, and they hit hit things more at home with stuff. And yeah. I, I know that's kind of weird, but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the on, the only movie that I think in the, in recent years that has been brutal that I've seen at the theaters is is like Evil Dead. Evil Dead, you know. Uh, but other than that, I mean, and and that movie did fantastic, and that yeah. was it. Yeah, so that's the, the answer to the questions. I don't think it could be made in this form uh, because this is a this is a this is a crazy movie with a lot of blood and gore. Yeah, I'm act- I'm really glad we got it. So let's just hop right on in with our likes. And once again, creepy Keith, come on in, buddy. What do you got? Thank you, Mister Walshy. I absolutely love this movie. It's for somebody yeah. that's just getting into the horror genre of, as I have been recently. This is a, this would be a good one that would you, you could introduce to somebody, kind of get them on board with things. But I, I just like it. I'm a big uh, kind of like comedy music fan of that type of genre of movie. So I like that yep. it was like a Spinal Tap, Airheads meets exactly. meets Army of Darkness kind of thing going on with the. Uh, can I say it? It's a spoiler if I say like the one of the weapons that they use in it. No, you could use that. Okay, yeah. So the, the so the weed whacker with the the barbed wire on it uh, yep. that was reminded me of Army of Darkness for some reason. Well, um, guess what I wrote down, man. Exactly what you just said, but I nice. put Evil Dead. I put Evil Dead. In well, there you go. Yep. So we're on the same page, basically. Exactly. So, oh, um, I'm a fan of this guy already. I'm sold. Uh, uh, looking at his resume of the the Hobbit movies, of uh, doing visual effects, of uh, the Wolverine, Man of Steel, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire. That was another one that he did visual effects, or he did some kind of a digital painting or something like that effects on it. But. Uh, I, I'm I'm on board. I want to see what else this guy's you know what's in store for this guy. I think it's nothing but good stuff. It's going to come out. Um, some other likes that I have. Um, I it, I like the the style of it. It reminded me of a graphic novel. 
type movie come into life kind of thing like this. Uh, not well. I guess there might be some graphic novels that Scott Pilgrim kind of thing. Yeah, you know what uh, reminded me of Keith at the beginning? It was kind of like super bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, very beginning funny. where they're I like never kinda, thought of it. Yeah, where they're kind of sketching like the cartoon things, and then they come into you know. Yeah. Like, uh, the beginning of Super Bad is sort of like that, although it's all penises. But yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> mention that that is one of my dislikes. We'll get to that eventually. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that's always what that. yeah. what penises? You're disliking penises? Is that not not, not personally my own? But okay. uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. But. Oh, okay. um, I just like the oh the quick comedy scenes that were in it that were uh, I, when I'm watching comedy movies they're like these little you know insignificant kind of scenes they're real quick and if you you know you blink you miss it and it was one, well I don't think it's much of a spoiler but it was a scene where they're they're getting ready to battle the uh, I guess she was the evil witch near the end I don't know if that's her title or not but she's like drop your weapons and he has like the hawk hands on and he like throws them off onto the ground uh, I. Again, quick scene. I liked it. I thought it was funny. Um, so I like the uh, the balance of that. And as we talked about the uh, the one character that played Zach, I, I just kept thinking Heath Ledger the whole time. And uh, so again, I like to see what he does in the future too. Uh, I like the 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 music that was in it. I thought that was pretty good. The the way that they incorporate oh, yes. that. The storyline. Uh, it looks like that he uh, Jason is it Lee? Is how you pronounce it or Lay? Jason Lee. Jason Lee Howden. Um, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought. How about the storyline? Yeah, the storyline that he wrote it. So I like. I thought it was a really well written story. I think yeah. he did a good job on that. Yeah, he uh, based a lot of it on his own experiences because he was a he was a metalhead when he was uh, a kid and kind of picked on and and an outcast because of. The things that he liked. So, and, I, and and I'm in my 40s, so I guess I'll put it out there. I'm not ashamed of it, but uh, it's definitely my demographic that this this film is uh, a target audience for. I would say that's uh, how it seems. Like there's a, there's a scene at the beginning where they're in a record store and the guy they're like pointing at the vinyl records and one of them's poison. He kind of looks over at the guy like you know his approval and then he hurry up and puts it back down in the bin. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a funny moment. But uh, yeah, that's about uh, wraps it up for my likes. Awesome, man. Mark Nato, come on in. Oh, man, I've got a ton of likes for this movie. Uh, it blew me away because I wasn't expecting this kind of movie. I'm, I love heavy metal, not necessarily this type of metal because I think this was, this was going down the, the road of like even like black metal, um, some of it. Which I'm not a huge fan of, but I, I'm familiar with all this stuff, and uh, I'm familiar with uh, the, the subculture, you know, of, of these metalheads who, who, who love this kind of stuff, and and it was just there were so many really good inside jokes, you know, for for metalheads and for people who will, um, you know, what am I trying to say? Identify with this, with this culture. And I thought it was funny. I thought that the casting was perfect. Uh, I guess Milo or Milo Cawthorn, uh, he was, he was perfect for that lead role. Yeah. So that was, that was another thing I left out. Sorry to interrupt you, but that, uh, I like the characters and I didn't want to see anything happen to any of them. Yeah. Well, 
uh, I, I just thought that that he was good. He he was uh, also in a in a really good movie uh, in 2014 called Blood Punch. If you've never seen it, watch it. Uh, Kimberly Crossman as Medina was 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 great. I mean, she was. Um, not only was she beautiful, but she was just like you know, she was kicking butt at the end. Um, I liked the practical gore in this movie. Yes, there, the there, practical gore. Yeah, uh, and we'll go into some dislikes about some other gore in, yep. in a little bit. But things that were done practically, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, if if you listen to this podcast, you know we're fans of practical gore, things that people have spent time. You know, crafting with their hands and and and, and makeup and, and real blood, uh, well, not real blood, but you know what I mean, um, real fake blood, right? And right. those sorts of things. I thought it was fantastic, really did, really thought it was great. This is this is the goriest movie I've seen in a while, um, and uh, it, it's again, it's a fun ride. Um, I like the little Easter eggs, little inside things for metal fans, like things like. You know, looking for posters that they have on their wall, uh, the 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 records in the record shop, things in the background, the fact that Brody's jacket had a guar patch on it, um, just things like that. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah. So I've got some more, but I'm going to let you go, Walshy. All right, man. Good stuff. Once again, uh, I echo absolutely everything uh, Creepy Keith and you, Mark Nato, have said. So. I'm just going to say, once again, it is like an updated, Evil Dead-ish type of movie, all the way down to the demons, which I'm going into the uh, the FX, once again, the practical effects. I mean, there are a few kills in this that I actually stopped the movie and rewind it a little bit just to see it a couple more times and how they did it. I mean, the last time I did that was for Hatchet when that head was snapped off of that lady. Uh, and and the stuff in this is just it's incredible and it's a shame that there's so much cgi today when look at what people could do just watch a movie like this for the practical part and you'll see what i'm talking about i'm I'm noticing a lot in horror movies now too i've seen a few recently where they take somebody's head off and it used to just be the head and now the spine spinal cords coming out with it and i don't know how you know when they started you know, doing it in horror movies, but that's just a recent observation I've had. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. Uh, you know what else? I, I love, I actually embrace the take on the metalheads. I heard a little bit of stuff, um, in, in some reviews from real deep people that are into the metal music and they're making fun of me, blah, blah, blah. I was, I was really to go back to my high school days, which just takes place at, at, you know, high school kids. This is, it it describe like the director shot it and describes the metalheads exactly what I thought they would be and how they would act, which is just amazing. So his characterizations are on point in this, and I hung out with them even though I was a jock and a wrestler. I always listened to just metal, and I thought I was weird for that. And I had the metalhead friends, and it's exactly how they would act, and it's just amazing characterization and writing uh, for that. Uh, in in this film, there is some fantastic, like you said, uh, creepy Keith. Some quick, like oh, go over your head comedy. If you're not paying attention, you're gonna miss it, and uh, it, it, it's it stinks because a lot of people aren't gonna get that, you know. 
Yep, I'm always looking for things like that. It's just those little quick moments. They last like you know, five to ten seconds. You got to keep your eyes open. Exactly, and there's a lot of funny stuff in there. If you, mm-hmm. and you will miss it, you will miss it. Uh, they even played Dungeons and Dragons, which that I was thought, another you know? one. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. And when they were using it as a weapon, too, I thought that was a nice little touch. <laughs> so good, man. So good. Um, I love the story. Uh, just the, the the story meaning it, it. there's no spoilers here. It, it, you watch the trailer, it's high school kids, find a, a sheet, old sheet music, play sheet music. Basically, it's like finding the Necronomicon and opening it and reading it. It's the same type of deal here, which is why I keep going back to that Evil Dead reference. And I think we all agree that Evil Dead is just great. So if yeah. I'm kind of relating this in any way to Evil Dead, you know where I'm going. That's, yeah. what, that's what made me think of it, too, with the, those pages that they had uh, that had the, the song included yeah. and all that. Found it in the old Haxon Sword. <laughs> yes. LP. Yes. <laughs> I, love, I loved all the band names that they came up with. Mm-hmm. Oh, maggot sperm. I mean, <laughs> murder boner. Murder boner, yeah. Cannibal <laughs> unicorn. Oh, and when they were in the woods, dress up like kind of like Kiss. That was yes. the light lights, well, well, it was filming the video. That's yeah. actually a riff on a metal band. Immortal. Immor- exactly. Call of the Winter Moon. Yeah, you it's can a- go. You can look on YouTube. I was looking on YouTube, but just like because again, I'm not into the black metal. It's just not my thing. Right. But. It seems like if you're making a black metal video, it has to be in the woods. Right. right. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so tongue in cheek. I like, like the guy said, has, has like his foot up on the tree and he's yes, like trying to get it higher. Yeah. It's funny. Like yeah. I said, most people would not understand that. It's still funny, but when you get that, there's bands out there that really did do that. It makes it that much better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And that's, <laughs> okay. that's part of the comedy. It's part of the comedy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, it is. This is definitely my type of film. It, it helps me to digest the horror a little bit better when you throw the comedy in with it. Oh, yes, yes. And I'll just uh, say one more. Uh, a lot of the acting, most of the acting is really good. Uh, mm-hmm. It didn't bother me whatsoever. There's there's only a few characters that kind of I could care less about, but they weren't major characters, so it didn't bother me too bad. So mm-hmm. that's it. That's it, man. I liked a lot of the acting. So come on in, uh, Mark Nato, with some more. Um, I like the soundtrack. It was Thank good. you. Thank Again, you. Again, they used um, a lot of uh, bands that I, I don't listen to, but it really fit the movie. I thought it was really good. I liked the um, the whole uh, – um, what was I going to say? Now that you were talking about that, you like the soundtrack – the menu music on the menu, I could jam that whatever metal song that is. There's no singing in it. It's just a uh, just guitar riffage oh, and really? some heavy drums. Oh, it's amazing on the main menu. I see, I don't have. I, I got it on VOD. And oh. I, haven't, I haven't bought it yet because I want to get actual Deathgasm and not Heavy Metal heavy Apocalypse, metal apocalypse. <laughs> which is what it's called at Walmart. Yeah, um, Walmart could go get bent. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna order it. But that is, uh, uh, I, I really enjoyed the music. I thought it was it was perfect for what, you know, what it was going for. Um, really liked the fact that it was just over the top. It was just over the top. It I mean, was anything that you thought was gonna happen. They they cranked it up ten notches higher. I mean, it was. I mean, we're talking about. Uh, uh, 
crazy. Without, without much spoiling, let's just say they use. <laughs> I know where you're they going. They use man. some things as weapons in this movie that you'll never see coming. And like slow motion <laughs> shots. Slow mo. Uh, I was like, oh my gosh. And it was in a, a box labeled church stuff. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> I was just, I was just a rolling. Now we are we still talking about likes or dislikes right now? Still, still talking about likes. Uh, okay, but uh, but I'm not going to say what those weapons were. You have to watch it and find out. But it's just great. And please uh, watch it just for that scene. Yes, yeah. Die hard. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, but uh, just just everything about it. I liked I liked the the entire movie, man. I, I like anything that is, um, like a group of losers a group of misfits that have to you know embark embark upon a uh, uh an adventure to save the world or whatever i mean uh jl howden he talks about i've watched a couple interviews with him and um he cites influences like return of the living dead evil dead uh dead alive redneck zombies and then he threw in with that goonies and monster squad Oh, I completely get that. Yeah, because it's it's a group of ragtag, you know, losers. They're outcast. You know, they got guys, you know, spraying them with with pee out of the out of the the, the water guns, and <laughs> you know, they're just being picked on, and they're the ones that have to save the world or save the at least the town. But uh, yeah, I I enjoy that kind of thing, and I enjoyed this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say, <clears throat> let me throw out just my last. I guess a couple likes or or like it. It has a really good pace too. Um, a lot of comedy horrors, horror comedies have a slow pacing and and weird issues where not all the comedy works. And for me, it seems like this movie was made for me because this is the type of comedy I super enjoy. Mm-hmm. So just for me, I, you know, I could say that the pace of this film really did it in for me. So. I absolutely loved it. I I loved it. Not liked it. I loved this film. Yeah. So, I, and I didn't know if I would. You know, just going from uh, the, I watched the trailer. I'm like, I don't know if this is my type of thing. Believe it or not. And once I watched it, man, I'm glad. I'm glad we got to review this. Yep. I mean, the, you like the comedy because this is a, this is smart comedy. It is. It's not just like goofy gags and you know fart jokes and stuff like that even though there is some goofiness and some some you know a gross out humor in this but you know some of the stuff that they're saying and some of the the looks that they're given and some of the i mean um it's just it's just smart and it's and it's somebody put a lot of thought into it it's 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 not a horror movie version of an adam sandler movie you know, it's got some thought behind it. So, yes, I am. I embrace the over the topness, and I think the theme of this episode is just crazy fun movies. Yeah, and that's why I picked them. I think they. I think they both went together. They really did. Yeah, they're both, and they're both heavy metal movies in a way. Yep. You know, yep. so that's that's awesome. That's that's all we got for our likes. Then I mean, I, we like the movie. We love the movie. Yeah, yeah I don't want to go in too much into because I don't want to give it away. I want people no. who. Who listen to this? I want you to watch it. I mean, really, and I don't want to say too much about our likes because you just need to watch it for yourself. And that's yes, the one, please. That's the one great thing about this podcast is because 
if I didn't listen to it or uh, Mark didn't tell me, you know, these movies that, you know, recommendations, I wouldn't have watched it. So I wouldn't have known, even known about it. So that's what's great about this podcast. Oh, thanks, man. I, I'm really glad that you love this film as well. I, that oh, yeah. really is. That's so cool. So let's get into our dislikes. Come on in, Creepy Keith. Well, we kind of like, I hate to say touched on it, but you know where I'm going with this. And it is the uh, the full frontal, uh, I think it was <laughs> uh, unwanted, unneeded. It really didn't, you didn't need to have this in the movie. I mean, they could have, uh, and I would say they do it with females, you know, and, and movies and stuff like that. So I guess they thought it was time to to kind of poke fun with the males doing the, uh, the full frontal thing. But, um, it, and like Mark mentioned with the, uh, quote unquote toys, uh, I, I just, it, it was funny at first, like when he first came in with the scene, but I think they over, yeah, I don't want to use that word. I think that scene went uh, a little too long. I don't want to say that either, but anyway. <laughs> you're just, you're just, I was dancing around it for as long as I yeah, could. Yeah, you know, and there's, there's, there's two sides to every scene. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but uh, uh, yeah, I think they could have did without that. So that's really the only dislike I had about the whole entire movie. I, I loved it. I loved the whole, th- everything about it other than that. Cool, cool. Uh, Mark Nato, what do you got for your dislikes? Uh, okay, very few, uh, and they were they were uh, nitpicking. Uh, but I think that the film at what is it ninety minutes? Is it ninety? Where me look? Let me look. Where are you at? An hour and twenty six minutes. So yeah, almost not. Yeah, I, I think it could have been trimmed by about ten minutes, maybe. Uh, a couple little parts that I were like, eh, that could be um, trimmed just a little bit, just to make it a little bit more, you know. But I, I don't think the pacing was bad at all. This is again, this is nitpicking. Uh, there is some CGI that they do. It was just basically, really, just one CGI uh, scene in particular, uh, which is which is a sword kill. Yes. I thought you were going to say the electricity going around the woman's chest no, area. Okay. No, no, I enjoyed the uh, nipple electricity. That uh, <laughs> was was that a first? Has anybody else ever done that? Oh, that, I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure. For me, it was a first. But go ahead, continue. <clears throat> but um, yeah, it's just a, a a little bit of a CGI. And I'm like, yeah, they they could have done that practically. Yeah, there's a couple CGI. I'm just going to echo that once again. There, there's a couple CGI blood splatters too, and uh, it's so obvious with blood splatter. They were obviously using blood for everything else, and yeah. they just wanted to add that extra gore effect. They didn't even need it because there was enough uh, real fake blood, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I noticed that as well, and that's a dislike. Yeah. Um. I guess the story could have been a little tighter, maybe, but again, I just think that I'm nitpicking. Uh. Maybe the film was a little dark in some spots, just a couple spots. But I mean, that, that's really all I have. It just this film delivers exactly what it promises, man. I mean, it's a gory, metal-filled roller coaster ride, and don't go into it expecting anything else, and you'll be, you know, you'll be very happy. But that's really all I got, man. Okay, yeah, it seems like you you had trouble finding some dislikes, which is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those movies where I mean. I might not watch it in in mixed company. It's got some some language in it that's pretty 
<laughs> you know, oh yeah, pretty offensive or whatever. But I mean, again, it's it's just uh, just nitpicking to me. Okay, man. That listen, I feel the same way. It's nitpicky type of stuff, and but there is one thing I do want to say for all you know all types of horror um, with genre listeners, and this is in that horror comedy. You know, the comedy horror. Mark likes to distinct of what would you call this one? Oh, this is definitely comedy horror. Okay, so what I want to say is if if you don't like I no, let me say this. If if you don't know the metal scene, you're gonna miss a lot. Mm. Um and I think all three of us were lucky enough to know a lot of the stuff in this film. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I think there's listeners out there that don't know anything about right. Yeah. This type of stuff, and it was, it's just going to be like, what are they talking about? So yeah. you might miss it, and it might not be funny. Yeah, it's just like I was saying. I mean, if if you are familiar with this subculture, if this, you know, you'll get it. But oh yes, yes but if yes. if you if you're like strict like pop music, and you don't really like metal, and you have never heard of, you don't even you don't even know that black metal exists, or anything, it might just go over your head. But you know what? I still think that. The gore. If you're a right, if you're a gore hound. You're still gonna get something out of this movie, even right. if you're not a. But you know, metalheads sometimes tend to be gore hounds and vice versa. But that's true. You know, and and there still there still is comedy that doesn't have to do with the metal genre in this movie. But a lot of it is based on it. Obviously, I mean, it's about heavy metal the whole movie but you still will get some comedy even if you don't like it so yeah and 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 the the director i want to say this because uh, walsh you said that some of the you know really big metal heads thought this was like poking fun yes the director was a metal head or is a metal head and it's an homage see and i didn't even know that and that's awesome it's a it's an homage man it's it's a tribute this is not you know making fun uh, of metal head uh, people so yeah killer pov had a bunch of people writing in at them saying why are you uh talking about this movie you know the metalheads were asking look at what they're making fun of us so bad <laughs> and really they're not it's funny because i didn't know yeah. that well, fact till you just said it well let me tell you this I, I think that the ability to laugh at yourself is is a tremendous ability sure uh, is man you know and and to realize that some of this stuff can be looked upon when you look at it uh, overall that it's kind of goofy. And here's the thing. A lot of these bands that um, are, are popular, these, I guess, quote unquote, black metal or satanic. It's all tongue in cheek. Because I mean, there are some people that take this stuff so seriously that they can't get out of their own way. But Slayer, those guys aren't Satanists. Okay, they're Catholics. Exactly. I mean, they're they're they're, they're putting a, um, a sauna on. They're 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 putting on a, an act, and they know that they can do this and 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 make these crazy album covers and put pentagrams on them that that you know people will think find it shocking and outrageous. And it sells more records for them. Yeah, yeah it sells more records. Uh, now there there are some seriously satanic. Norwegian black metal bands mm-hmm. you don't want to mess with. Right. But but you know what I'm saying? I mean, most of this stuff, you know, whether whether you I don't listen to it, but I have I have I know people who do, 
and and but they they kind of find it funny, you know. I mean, do you ever remember remember Mastodon? Oh yes. I mean, these guys wear loincloths and yep. and man of war and and all these crazy, you know, it's it's Iron Maiden. It's all fantasy type metal. Right, but um, the, the moral of the story is don't take this to heart. It's made from the same blood as you. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Okay, so that that's it, man. <clears throat> the only other thing that I could say is, uh, it's it's another nitpick, is the love story's super weak in this to me. It was just throwaway, but that's just to me. So that's all I have. I am putting my hands down with this. I loved it. Yep. Okay, so what do you say we go in with our uh, ratings here? And Creepy well, Keith. I got some facts, man. Oh, I always do this to you, Mark Nato. I'm trying I need, to hurry it up. I need to say my facts. Say your oh, facts. That was the demon, Mark. <laughs> All right, let's All hear right. it, buddy. Well, the director, Jason Lee Howden, uh, he works for Peter Jackson in the, is it the Weta? Weta, yep. Workshop. So he does a lot of creature effects. He did a lot of stuff like, like Keith mentioned, uh, Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and all that stuff. So this guy comes from from good stock. Um, the original idea for this movie won a contest in New Zealand of the 2013 Make My Horror Movie Contest. It was the best idea uh, out of like four or five hundred movie oh, ideas. Wow. And it won 200,000. I don't know what they call it. Uh, it's not dollars, but New Zealand dollars. Okay. Uh, towards the production of this movie. Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that. Yep. Um, they used 21 gallons of blood, which <laughs> yes. I thought was kind of low. 21 gallons? 21 gallons. I, I thought that was kind of low. I thought they would have used more uh, in, in retrospect or in comparison. Dead Alive used 79 gallons. Mm. So they were, you know, and I think they might have um, – Put some CGI blood in there, uh, like you said, to to supplement. But I mean, yes. still, twenty one gallons of blood is a fake blood is a lot of blood and a lot more than most horror movies are putting oh, out sure. there. It looks like there's a lot more than twenty one gallons. It does. It so does. CGI. So some of the CGI, you know, was done uh, well. Yeah, it obviously did it the right way. Yep. Um, it was only a twenty day shoot. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yep. Very. 20-day shoot. And then I know you're going to get excited for this. Uh, they've already written a sequel. It's yes. called Deathgasm 2, Gormageddon. I was oh, going to say that there, the, the end of the movie kind of hint, hinted at that. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't stayed and watched until after the credits, did you watch after the credits, Walshie? Guess what? I no, I didn't. Yeah. Well, you know, at the very end, I'm not. Gonna yes, spoil I know. It, there's but, the very you know, end. Like well, there, almost there's, every single movie. Right? There's 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 more of that 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 very end scene with the record uh-huh. player. Uh, there's right. more of that after. Cool, right, man. Yeah. So it's it's worth watching. When we're um, done here, guess what I'm doing? Yeah. Let's just say there's like five or six more band names mentioned, and it's <laughs> all right. Uh, but that supposed to be uh, at least in pre-production, and the director has a trilogy in mind and also a comic book series. I'll take it, man. I, I love cool that. cool add-on. Yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. It, it definitely could uh, uh, take on a life of its own. I'd definitely see it. Could, would uh, love to see a trilogy. 
Me too, man. Me too. Yeah, but that that's it, man. I mean, I think that um, the the director's got a got a bright future. And oh, I would say so. Like yeah. you said, he came from uh, he was cut from good cloth. So exactly, Mark Nato. While you're uh, you're on the roll here, give us your rating, man. <clears throat> Keith, you like this? I yep. hated it. It was a three point five. He's <laughs> uh, paying me back for demons. No, that's what it is. No, uh, and I really enjoyed this movie. I've said it a million times already. I give it a nine out of ten skulls. Wow! And yes, I, that's and a I, good movie for yeah. you. And I say buy it. Buy awesome. it. Awesome. Yeah, that's a. Uh, you guys should know Mark Nato. He takes his ratings very seriously, really- uh, as he should. <laughs> and that's a really good score, man. That's cool to hear. Mm-hmm. Okay, Creepy Keith, what do you got? I'm going to even step it up a notch. It's a 9.5 for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. For, for the horror genre. I'm not saying it's an Academy Award winning movie by any means, but uh, for, this, for this genre, I would yeah. definitely, it's my favorite too, the comedy horror thing. I would say definitely buy it. Wow, man. That's, you guys are, wow. And I'm I just actually gotta, coming in lower, huh? Uh, and I okay. just want to say, I don't know if anybody else picked up on this, but uh, there were certain things that reminded me of Harry Potter about this movie. Just the the nephew going to stay with the, the family, and they don't like him, and uh, just a couple other things. But I just want to Harry find that out there, too. Yes. Harry I don't know if it was a, first, I thought it was the English, uh, the you know, Great Britain uh, accent that they were doing in New Zealand. I didn't realize it was the whole setting, but yeah, just, I don't know. I kept thinking about Harry Potter with a couple different things too. And there was another scene where I won't say who he slaughters, but he was, he said that he wasn't one of the, uh, I guess, what were they demons? He, he was still, you know, yep. human and he c- kills them. And he said, I know. So that was one of my other favorite scenes. So anyway, I'm done. Okay, man. Well, all right. I'm going to hop in then with my uh, score here, and I'm coming in with an 8.5 out of 10, and that is a purchase. You guys got to see this, but please don't go to Walmart and buy it. Don't support them. They're trying to ruin it. You know, a name of a movie means so much to the artists and the creators, and to change the name of a movie is such a slap in the face, and so they can make money off of it and, and you know, censor things. that sh- Nothing should be censored anymore, you know especially with the horror movies. So don't support heavy, heavy metal apocalypse. Like I bought it as a collector's item and I regret every second of it because <laughs> you shouldn't even do it. You shouldn't do it. It's, it's stupid. Walmart, you suck. Uh, get the death gasm guys. And, and that's it. It's an absolute purchase. 8.5 out of 10. Okay. And that's going to do it for our reviews on this episode. And please join us in two weeks where we will be reviewing my two picks, and that is going to... Oops, please join me in two weeks, where we are going to review two uh, of my picks, and that is going to be, for the older movie, we're going to do 1992 Dracula, and we're also going to do 2015's Extraordinary... Ad, what is it? Adventures? Extraordinary Tales. Uh, Extraordinary Tales. And that is actually an animated movie... With a bunch of different huge names uh, involved. And it's getting so much love. So I think we could switch it up a little. And I think that's a fair thing to do. To start giving anything in the genre some love. So let's do some animated stuff. I think that, that'll be a pretty neat episode. And I wanted to keep it in the gothic realm. Because Extraordinary Tales is based off of Edgar Allan Poe's stuff. And I think most horror fans, even non-horror fans, know that name. So... 
And before we sign out, we I just want to say we sincerely want to thank you, uh, our amazing HorrorCast listeners. Uh, I want to thank you, Creepy Keith. I had a blast doing this episode with you, and I really hope you could come on again with us soon. I would love to have you on. I greatly appreciate that. Looking forward to that. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode and like to hear more, please go to our iTunes or our Stitcher uh, and subscribe to our podcast. Please feel free to leave us a review as well. That would really, really help get our name out there. Uh, you guys are doing a great job at doing that already. And like I said, keep your eyes peeled for some giveaways. And like Mark said, he's got some cool stuff. And if you'd like to stay current on our podcast, and we really hope that you do, or you'd like to just ask a question, make a comment on our episode, send a request for a review, would like to join in as a guest, as Creepy Keith just did, or just to say hello, please visit our website at Give Them All the Good Stuff, Mark Nato. All right. Well, you can email us at askthehorrorcast.com, and all three of us, uh, myself, Walshie, and Horror Gal Susan, uh, can see that and get that and have access to it. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Uh, I've been really excited. I, I do most of the Twittering, tweeting, I guess. And we've gone from a brand new account to we're about 40 away from 1,000 followers. So uh, please go on there and follow us. You know, just post some things horror-related every day um, and uh, connected with some people there and uh, appreciate that. <clears throat> we also have a Facebook at uh, The Horror Cast. And we have some good discussion there on that page. And I post some articles and things. And Walshie's been posting some, uh, like he said, he posted the contest. You never know what might come up on there. So check that out and join the conversation. And uh, let us know what you think about, you know, the show, about the movies. If you if you thought that, you know, uh, we're crazy for liking Deathgasm, let us know why. If you think we're crazy uh, for some of us disliking demons, uh, then you can say that as well. But uh, I'm also going to point you to YouTube to look at uh, Horror Gal Susan's uh, YouTube page. Uh, again, she texted us several times during the podcast and L.A. traffic, and she actually said that the Grammys are tonight. Yes, and, bad night. <laughs> and the traffic is crazy, and she's probably still out on the, the loop there. Um, and we missed you, and we hope to, to have you back next uh, um, next episode. I know, she's, I, mean, I know she was dying to talk about these two movies, but uh, we'll get you back on here next episode. I think that's about it, man. Yes, that's, that's really uh, going to do it. But I do want to ask uh, Creepy Keats. How can people get in touch with you? I'm sure you just picked up a few fans, man. Uh, that's good to hear. Uh, actually, I just started a new podcast called Just Another Cast. I went with that name because every name I came up with, uh, everybody else seems to have it. So <laughs> It's the truth, man. So that's why I just wanted to call it Just Another Podcast. So just to kind of make it sound a little hip, uh, Just Another Cast. And that's J-U-S-T-A-N-O-T-H-A, Cast. That's right. So, yep, if you want to check me out, I am on Podomatic. I am also currently on iTunes. So I've um, uh, got to get on Stitcher, too. But uh up to date as far as that's concerned and i uh, have a facebook page i could probably find it under the same name and eventually we'll have a twitter page 
Awesome, man. I can't wait. I, I'm going to be checking out your stuff. I didn't even know you had it, so I'm super stoked to start listening to your podcast. You obviously have the voice for it. You got the great personality. Oh, man, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Oh, no problem, man. I Like I said, I was really, really glad to have you on there. And uh, Mark Nato, I want to thank you for uh, bringing Keith on here with us, you know. <laughs> no uh, problem. It's been great. Thank you. And I just want to say... Uh, on top of all that, we promise we will take the time out each episode to read your comments. Uh, I know that people tend to, you know, get a kick out of that. So, and you can always find the notes too uh, about our shows on our, you know, our, what is it? Our sorry website. Okay. Yes. And and I go ahead and say that over. <clears throat> Don't forget, you can also find all the notes about our stuff on our website. Yes, and I'm going to be updating that this week. I wanted to have that all done and ready to go and uh, uh, when we launch the podcast, but I just had a lot of stuff going on. But oh, uh, it, it'll be up, and it will be uh, you know updated uh, weekly. And um, I also wanted to give a shout-out to Daniel DeSillitz of Studio Echo for our horror cast theme. Yes, he, he awesome is, theme song. He is Thanks, the man. Bro. He is yes, the man. Yes. And uh, also want to give a shout out to a couple podcasts, man, that uh, we are inspired by. Yes, and, please do. And one of those is uh, the Stephen King cast, <laughs> which uh, I could say is our what favorite podcast right now. Well, got to get up on that one. Well, let me tell you this: this is a fella that just analyzes everything Stephen King from books to short stories to the movies. And he's very in depth, very thorough. And uh, man, it's just um, really fun and enjoyable to listen to. So go over and and check him out. Stephen King cast, and we're going to try to have him on. We're going to ask him to come on and do a couple Stephen King movies with us because he would have some incredible insight. Uh, Also like to, to recognize the hysteria continues. I love that uh, that cast and those guys. They talk nothing but slashers, and that's a great podcast as well. Yes, and those guys are hilarious too, and they know their stuff. One of the guys, um, I think his name is JD. He's uh, he's written um, a couple of books, and uh, I saw one of his books at the local Books a Million and picked it up. So, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and then the last one is a Fright Day podcast. Fright Day podcast, and I'll be giving out podcast different ones every week because i listen to so many but those are three that i just wanted to uh give a shout out to man okay guys uh, that you know listen podcasts are our thing that's why we even do one all these people we named uh just inspired us and we want to thank you for that so please tune in in two more weeks for episode five and remember that's all killer no filler and please stay scared